Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 1981's Possession, do me a solid. Um, if you're very squeamish or very sensitive, just pass this movie and enjoy the podcast. But if not, pause this motherfucker, go watch it, come back and enjoy the conversation, man. Seriously. It's a- yeah, c- uh, cuddle up with a loved one. You're in for just a heartwarming tale about uh, uh, just a beautiful relationship. Yeah, uh, get the pina coladas out. And... <laughs> Have a good time. Uh, you can uh, catch us on Twitter and Instagram at Cult Four Five Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube. Uh, we are on Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, and hit us up on the Podbean app. Where uh, shining examples of people who follow us on Facebook, we have Pete Brown, and on Podbean, King is my world. What's going on, guys? Thanks so much for following. We really Thanks. fucking appreciate it. And shout out to our homeboy Victor Green, who uh, finally. Uh, decided to fucking listen to us after two years, you piece of shit. It's wow. about time. No, I'm playing. Thanks, thanks, Vic. Appreciate you hopping on. And uh, Victor Alboran, man, what is up? Uh, homeboy from high school listening to the show now. Uh, hard. He's like, he's literally heard our entire fucking catalog. So shout out to you, sir. We fucking yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of scary. Like, well, yeah, you know, people from my past are like hitting me up. Like, like, wow, I heard your show, man. What the fuck? Yeah, people fucking- I haven't heard from in like ten plus years. Jesus. Yeah. And uh, Cray from um, Commentator, man. What's up, dude? You gave me a shout-out on one of these videos, dude. I appreciate you, sir. Uh, today, Code 45 is powered by the Mighty Morphin Megazord Mega Show, man. We're fucking doing a live show at the Rec Room, 100 Jackson, Houston, Texas. Uh, come down and see us, man. March 10th. That is a fucking Friday. It is a free event. Chips is going to have his dick out probably 95% of the fucking show. It's a sight to behold. It it really isn't, but come by anyways. <laughs> well, who who's the one decided to tattoo the side of it, bro? Not me. Uh, well, that was all you. <laughs> Here comes the freight train, baby. That's, that's a lot of words. It's a, a lengthy tattoo. I, I, it, actually, it, it's abbreviated. <laughs> In Arabic. <laughs> Get the shit going, dude. You are now listening to Cult 45, the only cult movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah! Ray! <laughs> Posse vibes over here today, everybody. Uh, welcome to a riveting, riveting edition of Cult 45. I'm your host, Beaten Down. Today I'm joined by... John Hernandez, as usual. Ain't, uh, yeah, hi. What's what up? Is, what's up, buddy? I am in a good mood today. I don't know why. Uh, ran into some difficulties earlier, but that's not, that's neither here nor there. We're here to talk some good-ass flicks today. That's why you're in a good mood. Uh, today we're doing 1981's Possession. Starring Sam Neill and Isabel Adiani. Hands down the best actress that has ever graced this fucking episode of this show ever. Quite, quite possibly. Um, let, let's think. Is uh... Nah, bro. This is it. She is the one. She is the best one. This movie, uh, in its humble beginnings, had a lot of pushback. Where really? only recently we are getting the full version of this fucking movie. The U.S. version was butchered to fucking shit. Yeah, to I heard where that. it made zero sense. It was banned in the U.K., banned in a lot of uh, countries in Europe. Uh, a lot of hardcore shit going down to where people just couldn't fucking handle the movie. The um, 
Can? Yeah, she won Best Actress. Yeah. Right off the fucking bat, dude. And no recognition over here, though, I don't think. Zero. And a lot of um, a lot of legends and controversy over like her her state of mind after the movie, and why she wouldn't do another uh, role similar to that uh, after this movie. So a lot of um, lore, if you will, <laughs> with this <Lore>. movie. <laughs> a lot of mystery and intrigue, but uh, it's a fucking crazy film, dude. Like um, uh, John John um, proposed this movie to me uh, when we were, right before we did the uh, Ghost of Carradine. Death Ray show. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> wow. Can, can we address that real quick? Yes. Oh, you heard yourself yeah. finally. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't, I, I, it, I, obviously we probably sound better now. I had to do some things with a belt that was not very fun, but <laughs> I think we have placated the ghost of David Carradine. Yeah. So that won't happen again. Yeah. Um, but now, yeah, apologies for that shit quality. So I know some people were amused by my Batman voice, <laughs> open all powers. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm glad you liked it. I guess. I mean, like but, hearing you at a lower octave was funny, but I was just mortified at the same time. I was just like, "Come on, man!" <laughs> Anything that could have went—it was Murphy's Law that episode, dude. But like, uh, do 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 some good good editing and quick thinking on our feet. We're able to salvage that piece of shit. It actually wasn't that bad. Thank God. Yeah. Thank fucking God. But no, yeah, like you said, I um I saw this video on YouTube. Of one of the one of the one of the more memorable scenes in this movie. Oh yeah, and it tripped me the fuck out. I said I need to see this fucking movie, even though I probably just saw the best scene. And first of all, I was wrong as fuck. That was not the best scene in the movie, I don't think. Hmm. And it really completely fooled me in terms of what kind of movie it was going to be. I was yes. expecting horror, The Exorcist, right. re- really kind of thing. I mean, it, the film's called Possession, but the definition of the word is r- a lot more different than than when I uh, saw that uh, clip. When you told me about the scene, you like, look up the scene. It was right before we recorded. and um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, you dude, you got to see this fucking scene. So I'm watching and, the scene. Um like while I'm on uh, shitty ass Google Hangouts with John, and I'm fucking, <laughs> I was, I was ruined uh, by the subway scene. That like we're not gonna go in depth right now. We're gonna save it for when we get to it. But uh, I've never been like jolted as hard watching something in a long fucking time. And I'm over here. I'm on the other end listening to his reaction as he's watching it, and it was it was very amusing. Yeah, yeah, I can only imagine, dude. Like, I oh, trust me. When, when the wife is watching this with me, I'm gonna be staring dead into her face as she as it goes down. Oh, uh, did you recommend it to her? Um, she she walked in. I, I'll tell you on when we get to it. Like, don't, don't let me forget. There's a part that she walked in on me on, <laughs> and she was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I was like, "This is real." I I, I can imagine maybe like one scene towards the end where it, it oh, kinda, not it that one, not awkward. that one. Thankfully, thankfully she didn't walk into that because she probably would have like threw hot grits on me. <laughs> take but, uh, take Caleb and walk the fuck out. Yeah, just leave me. Just leave me. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, let, 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 let's get this uh motherfucking flick started, bro. Because uh, there, there's nothing else we can do but get this shit. This going. ain't this ain't a flick. That's a disservice to this movie. This is a this is a. This is a motion picture. Fuck you. I was trying to sound like a cool kid, but you ruined it. Uh, <laughs> I think I said flick earlier, too. You probably did. Man, when this movie starts, you already know you're in for some shit because the music is in your fucking asshole, dude. Yeah, it's really, really tense, really um, high, kind of high tempo, just 
Yeah, like really up because usually it's, uh, it's intense. Like usually horror movies are kind of like slow little, you know, little slow build ups and shit. This shit is like <laughs> fucking pounding right in your fucking face, and um, you don't know what's going on. It's it's a nice uh, frantic shot, honestly, which is kind of uh, out of place for for a movie right off the beginning. We have a back of the head shot of uh, our female character um, uh, Anna. Um, kind of like frantically walking in a certain direction, and then we have uh, Sam Neil, a super young Sam Neil. Yeah, what a handsome guy he was, dude. I only know him as a Grant from Jurassic Park, and like I'm seeing him, I'm like, dude, you look, you look like you could have been a, like a James Bond, possibly. Like, yeah, why, why wasn't he, dude? He would be the best fucking James Bond. Um, maybe not the best, not but the definitely best, the but best would, actor, the yeah. best actor who played a James Bond. Goddamn right. And uh, it, it was a trip seeing him super young. Like I was trying to like get my mind together, man. And I was concerned of um, the pacing of the film. If I'd be interested, or get bored, or be waiting for the scene that I saw, and just the interaction between because uh, like, he he gets out the car, he's returning home after a long absence. And it's sort of it's sort of implied that he's some sort of secret agent in the movie. Not, we're, we're, no, it's implied because we're not really sure what he does, but it involves fucking briefcases full of money and strange fluids and shit. I, I must have looked. I must have been putting putting in my notes and I missed the contents of his bag. But I saw that he had like a shit ton of stuff that he was bringing back with him. But like what what had me jarred was the interaction that he had with his wife when she when he I mean, he's coming back from a long absence and she's not happy to see him at all. And she's like. She seems um kind well, of she seems nervous her body language she's like I remember in this scene she's she's holding herself she's her arms are crossed and she's kind of keeping her distance from him so, so uh, right off the bat you can tell something something's not right with these two right I, just, I, I basically put in my nose rougher turn because <laughs> she's not even hugging him like she's she's just so far away from him and like Ugh, I guess you can come in type of attitude. It's like, Jesus. And then we cut to this like really ice cold business meeting. And I'm thinking he's a businessman this entire time. Yeah, uh, a banker or something. Yeah. But like the the exchange between um these four uh, director heads, you know the you know the scene where like uh you're you're sitting in front of a board. There's a table of four guys or whatever and they're going back and forth and it's just ice cold dialogue back and fucking forth. And he's like, I'm kind of done doing this job. You know, he's trying to push his successor. And he's like, well, why are you leaving a family? And they kind of scoff at him a bit. And um, they mention, like, does the subject still wear pink socks? I'm, like, really lost on what the fuck they're talking about. And they kind of leave you hanging on that a little bit. There's a dude with an eye patch there. Just really kind of strange. Yeah, super weird, but really ice cold. Like, just nothing but cold dialogue between them. Like, you know, you're really good at your job, though. Uh, uh, Mark is his name, right? Mark? Yeah, Mark. Yeah, it's like, you're really good at your fucking job and shit, man. Like, we really need you to come back. And I'm thinking, like, you know, he's a salesman or some shit. And I'm just, I'm really lost on what the fuck is going on. And, and, and it's really, honestly, his job is really not that fucking important to the entire movie, which is kind of weird. Because a lot of weird shit happens later on in the movie that really isn't even important to the overall, uh, I guess, crux of the film. Didn't or his or his character really? Yeah, it didn't really bother me that much. Like I was so caught up in Anna and her yeah. shit and his reaction to Anna more than anything. So it was like any type of extra shit was just just there for me. Didn't bother. Well, me I, I mean, he uh, Mark does a lot of stuff at the end of the film, and you're just like, wow, that's kind of out of character for him. Yeah, 
And I, I guess, um, you know, him being a secret agent assassin type, I was like, oh, okay, that's why he does it with such ease. Because right. he's this. Yeah, because shit, yeah, shit turns up to a fucking 11 during the end of this movie. Right now, it starts as a, you know, dramatic thriller so far. So, we, uh, we're we basically seeing, like, you know, Trouble in Paradise, man. Trouble at home where Anna is just not okay with uh, Mark. And, like, they, they're trying to have, I guess, sex. <laughs> Something bad happened. Where we only have the shot of them um, laying side by side in bed, just, like, both looking kind of uh, panicked. Yeah, it just it just ain't happening. Like they Mark, can both tell that something is not right. Now Mark kind of admitted to like fucking around a bit, kind of sorta, of. like it was part of the job type deal. Like you know how it is when I'm gone, you know. Yeah, yeah. Bitches show up. <laughs> they just sh- show up. I mean, I I know you know past relationships. I go to work. I uh, find out my girlfriend fucked like six guys while I was gone. It just it happens, you know. <laughs> yeah, cause she. She revealed, well, at first she lies, saying she's not seeing anyone, but then it uh, it comes up that she actually is seeing somebody, and he's really disturbed by it, which I feel like is not fair. Not fair at all. Um, but I think me and Mr. Being Black a long time ago, we talked about, like, why is it for guys so much worse than, you know, if, if you know, in their mind, if a, if a woman cheated on him versus, you know, versus the other way around. And we both uh, agree that it's pretty much just a dick going into them. <laughs> it's just a pain yeah, in the butt. I guess it's a masculinity thing, too. Like, I guess subconsciously it's like something is being taken from you and you need to defend yourself. Right. Or or, or someone else is going to a place that you belong and, and they, they don't like it. Basically, to me, women are property. <laughs> that's and the, That's what the possession means, my friend. Yeah, yeah, I, I kid, but that—that's yeah, what—that's uh, what uh, the title is. I thought it was like, oh, she's getting possessed, but no, it's—it's it's the whole uh, masculine thing of 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 uh, I guess a woman being your possession and Sam's reaction to to her not being his anymore. It's kind of it's a, you know what the, the movie's a lot of things. Like you're right, you're right on so many levels, and at the same time, um, it, it's it's what you initially think it is also, and um, the uh, director uh. I can't pronounce his name, but it looks like Andres. I, I think it's pronounced Andre. Andre. Okay, I, I see the uh, Z and e, yeah. uh, J. It throws me off. But uh, Andre uh, Zawalski, um, the director, was actually going through a divorce as at the, around the time he was writing this uh, movie. Yeah, and the, the and, yeah, pretty much the whole thing is just like a metaphor for for. Um, just a nasty, nasty, toxic relationship and oh, divorce. Yeah. yeah, it is a legit allegory for a rough ass divorce, dude. And um, man, so like when he finds out when he finds out that she's actually fucking around and he's basically a you know a cuckold in this situation, which uh, John already knew the true meaning of cuckold. I had to like look it up because I wasn't one hundred percent sure. And uh, yeah, know, I, I, yeah, I looked it up a long time ago. <laughs> I mean. You got to be well read when you uh, watch your pornos, but um. Yeah, you get called a cuck on the internet. You want to know what the fuck these people are saying? <laughs> Basically, it's a it's a word derived for people who do who don't want to do the research. It's a word derived from uh, uh, cuckoo birds who uh, have a tendency to lay their eggs in other birds' nests, which I I did not know. So I was I was educated on, on that subject. But um, yeah, he's he's not cool with this whole notion that uh she's fucking around and he hates her guts 
Like he um they had this uh I guess they were meeting up in a fucking uh restaurant. Yeah, and you know, to try Ooh. I guess to patch things up a little bit. Not going down. First of all, when you sitting adjacent to somebody, y'all are not you know they they even sit at the same table. They're sitting like they're fucking um exchanging fucking war secrets and, and nobody's supposed to know that they're together, dude. And Mark starts up a epic fucking scene. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it starts off kind of like he's he's trying to hold himself back to not overreact. But, oh, um, boy. I don't know. I don't know what she says, but uh, towards the end of that conversation, he's flipping out. He's lunging at her. He's tossing chairs all over the place. Yeah, because he was, he was ramping up because they, they have a son named Bob. And he's yeah, which, like, which, first of all, why do you call your son Bob? <laughs> so it's like you gave him an old man's name at birth. Like, Bob, Bob's fate was sealed as soon as they named Bill. him, dude. Yeah, Bill is a little better. But, Craig. Uh, <laughs> I, I have I have trouble picturing a baby named Craig. <laughs> I can't either. That's actually a good point. Only grown men are named Craig. Yeah, yeah, the first uh, 25 years of your life, you are nameless. (laughs) Until you are are one day christened. As soon as your pubic hair washes across your body, you will then be known as Craig. But until then, you are nothing. But um, shout out to all the baby Craigs out there. Uh, but yeah, like so, he's totally denouncing his son. He's like, "Fuck him, fuck you. I don't want none of this shit." And she, uh, I guess, when she raised her voice at him, that's when he started to fucking peter over into insanity. And I, I've never, I've seen uh, movie scenes where people make a fucking scene, but kudos to this guy, Sam Neil. Kudos to you, sir, for going ham in this motherfucker. Because first, everything off the table gets knocked off. Fuck that shit. But that's that's bush league uh, scene making. You know what I mean? That's, that's, yeah, that's yeah, minor league. Kinda, so yeah. then, so then he goes into the uh, closed-off section in the restaurant where nobody wants to sit anybody down because it's like it's not lunch hour yet. And yeah, he, right. he walks right into that pristine area and proceeds to fuck off all the tables and chairs. <laughs> and it was so bad that the entire all it, it the, was just a destruction of that room dude, too. He, he was a fucking tornado, dude. He was the Tasmanian devil, dude. And like all the men staff come out. Everyone from the fucking busboys to cook, the goddamn uh, valet driver, the fucking manager. Fucking Ratatouille comes and bites him <laughs> in the ankle. Everybody, dude, the homeless dude loitering outside. Everyone comes in and fucking rustles him to the ground, bro. And I'm like, that is an epic meltdown. And it's only the very beginning of the movie, dude. So I'm like, man, this is going to be so good. Like, I was glued to my fucking seat, dude. Very captivating movie, dude. But, um, so we get like this quick jump cut, man, for like time progression. Yeah, he seems to have gone on, on some kind of bender, on some really gnarly bender, because you, you see he's got the facial hair growth going on. There's liquor bottles strewn all over the room. I swore he was on heroin. I thought he was on heroin, dude. I thought it was like, it, this movie's going to turn into train spotting. Yeah, you see his body language. He's, he looks like he's um going through withdrawals. Yeah, I was really lost on that. I was like, man, is he getting possessed? Like, I'm I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And, and, and a part of me feels like, yes, like he was susceptible to whatever the fuck, you know, energies are out there to uh, kind of manipulate him to where he's going. Because if you think about what's going on kind of simultaneously with Annie at this time, I mean, by uh, Anna with the, at this time, shit's going down on Anna's side, but we're not seeing it yet. 
So it kind of, you know, looking towards the end, you know, it kind of makes sense for him to go through whatever he's going through. If you're taking the supernatural route of this movie, because there's like different yeah. roads you could take. You can either movie. you can either take it literally, like this is happening, or this is just purely um, sy- uh, symbolic. Right. And uh, yeah, either way, it's pretty weird. Let me ask you this: When, when you watch movies, do do you do you usually go uh, metaphorically or, or literal? No, I, I go. I usually go literally. Like, okay, this is what I'm seeing on the screen, unless right. it's just like far out there. Right. Like, remember, remember the ending of the movie Enemy? Yeah, 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 yeah. With the spider. Yeah, you'd be a fucking idiot if you took that literal. Like, what? What? Is it cool? Wait, hold on. There was a fucking spider in the room. He didn't take out his shotgun. What the <laughs> fuck, man? Is it Cloverfield at the end of that movie? It was like an invasion. Like, come on, dude. Clearly. Clearly, that was symbolism right there. Yeah, but, unless uh, it's something like really jarring like that, or I mean, way out there that I'm supposed to uh, uh, stop for a second and think about. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll usually take it as okay. Here's what's happening. Absolutely, absolutely. But um, I'm usually a, a you know a literal guy right off the bat, and then yeah. it's only it only takes a really good movie for me to like go back and figure out. You know the meaning behind certain shit, and this is one of those fucking movies, man. But what tripped me out was this guy. You find out three weeks have passed because he goes back home, and like Bob was just left by him, fuck himself. Like what? Yeah, he's the the house is all a mess, and he's like covered in shit or something. And not shit. He was eating. It was jelly. He it was, was like jam or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it was. It was, yeah. it was. It was grimy. But not that grimy. He he, <laughs> he he was old enough to know where the toilet was and how to use it. But uh, that PB&J, man, that was a wily beast. He couldn't handle that one. But, yeah, uh, it was a little, a little above his pay grade. So what threw me off here was, uh, it's probably inconsequential, but he takes off his son's shirt to get him cleaned up, and he stares at him, and like his back is to the camera, so you can't see what his chest looks like. So I'm thinking he had markings on him or something, you know, because I'm still thinking possession, devil shit. But they, made, they literally made nothing of it. I don't know if that was cut out or something, but he kind of looked at him weird for a couple of seconds, like, uh, like, like he saw something wrong. But it could. Um, I didn't. I think he he was maybe scanning to see if he saw something wrong, possibly. Or and I think he maybe it was like relief that that nothing did that there was there was nothing there. Or, or like a slow realization that fuck, I have to, I have to take Bob. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, uh, I, I think he was like, uh, you know, since he he found out that Bob was alone, and he was um, the first thing he did was probably look for bruises on him. Right, right. And and that, that that's what led to fuck. I need to take this boy, or I need to spend my time here from now on, because if if there were uh, bruises on him or something, you think he would be so calm about it? <laughs> He would have murdered her the next time he saw her. Fair point, because uh, we already know that he has a tendency for violence after he just destroyed that uh, fucking uh, Chris Ruth's uh, steakhouse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so fucking smackdown at Chili's. <laughs> no, he was. They were sitting at the last Bennigans on Earth, and he, he destroyed it. <laughs> Just a rundown ass Benigans. <laughs> so, <laughs> shout out to the Monte Cristo, but uh, <laughs> ah, I, wow, I think I, I think I went to Benigans once as a child. Only once, dude. I used to frequent there a lot, man. I love Benigans, man. 
I missed that joint because uh, <laughs> it came back for like a brief moment and then turned into a 59 Niner. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but uh, dude, like, I didn't know about the turkey or tool, dude, and uh, it was fucking delicious. <laughs> oh my god, it was so good, dude. The turkey or tool. The turkey or tool, lad. Fucking. Delicate turkey, lad, with a fucking pretzel bun. But uh, <laughs> shout out to Open All Powers, you Irish fucks. We love <laughs> yeah, they'll appreciate that shit. Jesus Christ. He's just, they're just trying to piss Sam and Gaz off so badly. Uh, <laughs> so, and it fucking returns, dude. If we get this epic rocking chair scene, God yeah, damn. He was, he was utilizing the fuck out of that rocking feature. <laughs> get it when you're mad and you're sitting down especially if you're in a rocking chair you you tend to rock menacingly <laughs> but this motherfucker was going full tilt like he he was on the verge of like capsizing over he was rocking that motherfucker so hard dude you could tell he was livid and i was confused i'm like okay is, is the devil present right now because this is some like over the top ominous chair rocking type shit going on because i dude i even put in my notes in all caps i was like fucking rocking chair because this shit is Woo. He was rocking the living shit out of it, dude. Yeah. But, and um, uh, he he pretty much claims that he's going to stay there with his son. Right. And she, and she, she either fucking, you know, shape up or ship out. It's a, it's a nice scene where, like, uh, not nice, but fucked up. But he's like, hey, you know, him or me. You know what I mean? Like, if it's him, you can get the yeah. fuck out. <laughs> and they don't even show her decision. It cuts to fucking uh, Mark, uh, Sam Neill. Uh, walk into the goddamn uh, room and just start throwing her shit in the fucking bag. So you already knew what the fuck she said. I was like, God damn, this is a rough life right now. So she's. Getting- I also I also love when when uh, Mark it, uh, when Sam Neill is. I mean, in, in multiple scenes in the movie when he's like kind of losing it or when he's uh, not in a good place mentally, he starts speaking like really theatrically. Yeah, yeah, that's like really that, grand and with a with a almost musical cadence, and it's really really cool. Uh, I really enjoyed that. That's a good fucking point because like it, it does get real like Shakespearean type uh, acting whenever it's getting really fucking raw. Like they kind of tap into their theater fucking uh, selves. Yeah, that's a good fucking. I, I didn't realize because like a part of me is like, man, this is. It almost feel like it's over the top, but yeah. at the same time, it's like acting. You know, like you kind of. Yeah, like, no, and it, 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 that only that uh, way of that he speaks only shows up, like I said, um, when he's really fucked up. Right. Uh, what, what example when he's rocking in that chair when he's um, speaking to Heinrich later on in the bathroom in the movie mm-hmm. when he's uh, talking to those secret agent fucks at the end. Yeah, that it, it really comes out during those scenes. Really and I th- is that a British thing that the that the these actors there's a lot of like Shakespearean act I think Sam Neill's Shakespearean actor I'm not, I don't know I'm not sure I don't but. Know, yeah, possibly because like uh, th- this whole movie was uh, filmed in Berlin by the way which is really important yeah yeah really fucking important because the the city itself um very interesting because the way the, we'll we'll get to it it's really like just empty. <laughs> It's vacant. Yeah, there was not a lot of like foot traffic or anything during Shit, uh, shots no. in in the city or anything. But it was on purpose, of course. But it's like, but I, I like how they they pay attention to it in a particular scene that we'll get to soon. I put in my notes like, what the fuck is going on, dude? Because it's like it's really crazy how uh, brutal shit is between them. Because like Annie is like losing her fucking shit, and he's trying yeah. to. Um, 
calm her down and he like puts her to bed. Cause he cause it's like he's so fucking mad at her, dude. But you can tell that he loves her at the same time. And I, I kind of appreciated the um the tortured feelings he's going through. Cause like, you know, you know, you know how he could be I'm sure everyone who's listening been there where they love something so much or someone so much, but it pisses them off so bad and you can't you usually lean back towards trying to care for them. Yeah, and, and then you punch them in the face repeatedly. <laughs> and you hope that things will work out. Like, you, you're trying to be nurturing because you want it to work. Everybody yeah, wants it to I mean, work. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, I get, I know it gets really, com- really um, uh, complicated when you're in uh, such a long relationship, but uh, we're going to get real here for a second. I, know, I already felt it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, for me, for example, I was with a person for a long time and after a while it wasn't even love anymore. It was just like, we've been together for a long time and we just don't know how to live apart from each other. And again, we go back to the possession thing, right? Like, I just won't let myself like let you go. Even when it's like, when it's good, you ever notice that? Like even when it's, when the relationship is good, like everyone throws around that ownership title. Yeah. Even when it's like good, you know, when it's bad, you throw the ownership title. It's like, whoa, easy there. But when it's like, oh, you know, I'm yours and you're mine, like, you know, goddamn, like, I, I never really just thought about that shit. <laughs> oh man, my life. No, nah, but um, <laughs> just burst into tears. Yeah, Fuck you just me. run out the room, Carla. <laughs> Put a gun in my mouth and shit. But um, <laughs> where the fuck are we going with this? Yeah, so um. I really like this shot because this is when he lays her down. It's nice and quiet. It's calm. Things might be okay. He even goes into the next room to lay down. You know, yeah, to, give her a little space. Give her some space because he's a good dude. He wakes up from a fucking phone ringing. She's gone on the phone. And that's what me, motherfucker. <laughs> Eat a dick, basically. There's some asshole, you know. And um, oh, we forgot to mention. The reason that he found, because he, he had to do some uh, digging on his own, and he found out, he found a postcard from a guy named Heinrich, you know, saying some really, like, you know, flowery, poetic type shit to her. So he already knows they're smashing. So the guy on the phone, it's implied that it's Heinrich, because he's kind of, you know, strong arming. You know, he sounds really uh, aggressive. Yeah. You know, and he's mine now, you know, suck a dick, basically. Basically, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, I think that's what they said. More or less. Mm. And, um, you know, so, like, she's gone. And he's, like, taking, like, unofficially full custody of Bob. And he's taking Bob to the fucking uh, school, you know, to have him go get his learning on, his education, if you will. And um, talk me through this real quick, John. Cause it, That's where he meets the, the Bob's teacher. Um, I forget Helen. her name. It's Helen, I think. Helen. And she looks exactly like Anna. Like she, she is Anna in everything, but like personality. Well, no, she just looks like her. No, it is uh, her. with a different like, with a different hair color. It it is Anna. It's literally the same actress with a uh, uh, red wig and uh, green eyes. Yeah, yeah, context. it's the same actress, but I mean the, the character. Right. I mean, she looks exactly like Anna. Because Anna, and, Anna uh, has black hair and blue eyes, and it. Yeah. I feel like it goes from blue to black sometimes. I don't know if you noticed that. I feel like her, uh, I feel like her eye color uh, fluctuates depending on what the fuck is going on with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, you know, it's so sad. I didn't realize um, <laughs> that was the same chick until like almost at the end of the movie. 
Oh, jeez. I'm really bad with like <laughs> Caucasian women's faces. Like, <laughs> you all look the same. It's really bad. I mean, all she had to do was change her hair and eyes. I'm like, oh, different chick. She's cute. I like her more. And it's like, <laughs> uh, dude, the shame that washed over my body when I realized it's the same chick. I was like, God. Uh, little tangent. There was an episode of The Office. I don't know if you remember, uh, you watched that show much. I've seen it, but uh, I haven't seen it as much as I wanted to. Okay. Well, there's this episode. They're having an office party or whatever, and someone brings over um, dates for, for uh, Michael, uh, uh, Steve Carell, and uh, someone else. Uh, there's two girls. They're both like Korean girls or something. And uh, at, what, at one point, yeah, you know, one goes with uh, uh, Michael, one goes with the other guy. Yeah. And at some point in the party, they get separated, and Michael can't remember which one his date is because <laughs> oh. both of them look the same. And he eventually finds the one that was his date, and then he marks her with a sharpie. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's like that, dude. I'm really bad. Like I don't know if it's like a form of face blindness, but like I'm really terrible, <laughs> really bad. Like Charlize Theron and uh, um, Scarlett Johansson took a minute for me to like figure out. Um, oh wow! Just I like Kate. like so that's a thing. That's a twenty or something year age difference. Yeah, but like, even like Zoe Deschanel and um, Katy Perry, dude. Like, if you put a gun to my head, like, which one is which? I'm like, oh, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm gonna You're die. Fuck. I'm gonna die, dude. Like, it's, it's bad. It's bad. It's so yeah. bad. Like, um, no offense to y'all, but it's just you know, if you don't have distinct features or like, like really know, big old titties, then I'm just not gonna remember. Took the you. words straight from my mouth, my friend. That's why you're my. <laughs> That's why you're my best friend. Good God. That's what's up. Literally from from your mouth to God's ears. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, dude. He even, when he sees Helen, because at first I was like, what the fuck is your problem, dude? It, it, it didn't even. Uh, oh, yeah. That me. didn't give it away because he was pissed. Like, what What are hey, you doing? Like, quit playing. Like, he grabbed her hair and tried to yank her head out. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Dude, I, he was so whacked out and crazy. I was just like, oh, just grabbing random people. I, I thought they shared a similarity, but I didn't think it was the same chick entirely, which is funny because even though we say it's the same actress, like technically it is a different character. Yeah. So something to think about. Uh, we'll, we'll get to the meanings. and. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was going to give uh, a theory that I saw on the internet, yeah, we'll, which I, we'll I'm, I'm going to subscribe yeah. to that one. Yeah, we'll, we'll save it to the end. And I think I, I think I got to the same one you did. We uh we get Mark finally confronting Heinrich because Heinrich's back in town, and this uh meeting between, you know, husband and dude that's fucking his wife was not the encounter I expected. No, not because especially at first he um Heinrich has this really imposing figure. He's kind of tall and he's just kind of <laughs> just just face to face with mark just like yeah what the fuck do you want plus you had that that phone call from Heinrich. yeah you know like yeah hey, you, motherfucker, you, like, you really uh picture him as a, a really rough and and, and no bullshit kind of guy a, a, a fuck like like bluto from uh popeye like like a fucking brute dude you're just ready for just i was expecting the eye scar a beard perhaps Maybe a true religion um, jeans yeah. and an Ed Hardy T-shirt. You know, I don't know, you know douchebag. I was ready. I was ready for this. You know, dude. But we get this eccentric, like fucking hippie old dude. Like basically, if you take Daniel Craig and like accelerate time on him for a bit, 
Yeah. And splash in a very experimental visit to uh, <laughs> Greece. <laughs> Something. <laughs> he, was ba- he was just twirling around like a fucking fairy. Just going, yeah, I gave the Wiener Schnitzel to your lady. Yeah. <laughs> He was a German, German effeminate uh, cat, dude. Like, uh, seriously, though, he was like, because even when he first met him, he got up in his face, like, unnecessarily close to where he, okay, it's very clear that he's bisexual. Like, they made it very obvious that he yeah, he's ways. just while he's talking to Mark, he's just kind of caressing his chest, putting his hands on his shoulders, just eyeing him up and down. But like. On the download, like totally overpowering him at the same time, which is really creepy as fuck. <laughs> like he's yeah, that's a weird like subtraction of power. That <laughs> must that's got to be just really uncomfortable. Just he's bigger than he's bigger than Mark. In a second, you're gonna see him beat the shit out of Mark. Yeah, because like okay, so they're, they're and they're having like a legitimate conversation, and you know Mark is clearly mad, and Heinrich gets it, and he's like trying to basically open up a dialogue with uh, Mark in a peaceful manner, dude. And yeah, you- he's like, look, man, uh, this is what your woman has decided. Uh, I know you're mad at her, but hey, this we're men. This is what we do. Also, if you're imagining hiring it wearing, uh, Heinrich wearing a black shirt, you're correct. And it is long sleeve. You're also correct in that if it's in your mind. <laughs> but he looks like he's about to fucking play jazz in a couple of minutes, dude. And he had, he had craft work blasting in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so you, what's amazing about Heinrich, he sensed this uh, potential fight coming. And, you know, Mark loses it, takes a swing at him, dude. And... He gets hit with this barrage of the most effeminate German martial art. Like, if we could name this, what would we name it? Uh, um, uh, oh, I got, I got Baekwondo. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That is, that is amazing. That was not rehearsed, ladies and gentlemen. That was on the spot. You, thank sir, you, thank you. you sir, are a champion among guys. Oh my god, yeah, dude. This this gay fighting style was clearly by one by Kwando. Like he hits him and recoils his arm like a fucking gay cobra, dude. And what and what's amazing, what's amazing is as he's beating his shit up, you're like, that doesn't look like this that painful. And he goes to pick up Mark off the ground. There is blood everywhere. <laughs> and and. I get more credit to Sam Neill for being a great actor. He was making noises like I've made those noises before <laughs> when I got the shit beat out of me. That fucking, uh, the fucking, you just got the wind knocked out of you noise, you know? I have made those noises. The, Dude, like, it was like a fucking <laughs> sensitive dervish of punches and fucking, <laughs> it was, he was caressing him with his fist. It was the weirdest, just like, like James T. Kirk, the gay, like, <laughs> like attack, dude. It was like it, I can't, I can't explain it. You have to watch it with your own eyes. After that one ass, one sided ass whooping, dude. Um, he he takes his ass back home. Annie returns home again, but she's even more unhinged. It's like each time Annie shows up home. It's worse something, and worse and yeah, worse. Yeah, something is just like like bits are being chiseled away at her psyche, or something's happening every time uh, we see her again. So she 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 basically you know because he's 
when I say he, I mean Mark. Mark doesn't want to accept the fact that she's fucking around. She embraces it and throws it in his face. She's like, yeah, I'm a whore. I fuck around. Like, Heinrich's not the only dick she's had, apparently, is what she's saying. Yeah. And uh, he he's having a hard time dealing with the dude. And she's trying to leave, and he's trying to stop her. So he's trying to be a gentleman at first. She's screaming bloody murder. She's trying to walk out the door. And he does the gentleman push. The gentleman push? Anyone who's been in a uh, relationship where their female tries them, you know, they'll do the push. If If you're a basic... Uh, gentleman, a basic man, and it's like, okay, I'm not gonna fuck her up, but I am going to assist her to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's know, what we're all about here: domestic violence, you know. <laughs> but it's like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going to not go to jail tonight, you know, that type of shit. So he starts off with that. Yeah. She gives it two shots, and then she pops him right in the fucking mouth. And this is the shot I was talking about earlier. I really like this. He just kind of menacingly looks up, and the, the the lighting on his face is all fucked up. You get a half shadow face. Then he like he do it. Yeah. Then like an anamorph, uh, slow transition as Ike Turner goes about his face, yeah. and he uh, his melanin grows and his mustache grows, and a flat top pops out of his head, and he he, he proceeds to okay. So I thought about it when I saw the scene because he he proceeded to slap her nine fucking times. And uh, I yeah, can't no, no, no. I, you, you, uh, after she slaps him, he says, "Do it again," and she just starts laughing. She laughs oh, at him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's uh, another one of my favorite shots of the movie is her going from crying to that smile of hers. It was creepy. You're right. Because he wonderful. Because he she she wipes her face and just gives him this fucking look like I could care fucking less. like you. Seeing that dude, like uh, the, the director, did such a good job because she makes eye contact with you, not yeah. Mark, you, and it's several times this happens in this movie, dude. I'm like, Ugh, it just shakes me to the core, and the look she gave him, dude, of just like you're nothing to me. Th- th- this whole scene is a Bill Burr bit. <laughs> <laughs> like I swear he's talked about this before. I know, right? And um. When he's smacking her, I thought about doing the, you know, I'm about to do a call back to Mr. Being Black's, uh, you know, pimp slap breakdown, but this shit is not funny. <laughs> it is. No, you get, sometimes you get a comical beat down, like, mm-hmm. ah, look at that, she deserved that. Mm-hmm. This is just horrific, man. This is, this is domestic abuse. You know why this is really like, okay, I think the reason this movie in particular is uh, painted as disturbing is the lack of music. Yeah, except for, you know, just like one or two scenes in the movie. Only and I think it's the same song. Yeah, only time music comes in with this with this movie, shit is really Yeah, you're really in there bad. with them experiencing this shit. Right. It's and like, an- another thing, uh, related to sound, um, you know, in movies, they kind of, when, when someone is hit or punched or something, they kind of embellish it a little bit to, you know, put the, 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 the sense of impact into it. Right. And this this is skin hitting skin. There's no it's so bullshit. Realistic. It's, yeah, it's it is horrific. The the sound effect department basically took a wet chicken quarter and threw it on concrete. Like it's like the most realist. Just just like just a nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this. What did you say? What did you say to me? <laughs> That's the noise though, and he. I mean, just ridiculous slaps, dude. Her mouth is just bloody as fuck. Nose is bloody. It's bad. It's not. Is you're you're not enjoying this part of the movie, dude. And she uh she leaves, 
And like it's all, and then the blood gets kind of like over the top, hanging out of her, you know, hanging out of her fucking yeah, mouth. Yeah, it's, it's pouring. She's like like a faucet. She's leaking blood out of her mouth. She's got her sunglasses on. Like that's gonna hide <laughs> hide the fucking the mis the misery that is her face. She should have took a fucking red lobster uh, uh, crab bib. <laughs> that would have helped out a little bit, dude. She was fucked up. With her, she, she, she should have taken out her Bennigan's napkins and <laughs> goddamn beach towel. And fuck it, she was fucked up. Yeah, but uh, again, this is Woo! one of those fucked up parts of the of uh, their relationship. Is uh, well, why don't go to the police? I mean, this man just beat you. He needs to go to jail. Clearly, clear. But she doesn't do that. She just goes. And back it, to her and mother. it's just this parasitic codependence that these two have right because they're 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 still there's still this back and forth like this uh connection between them and it's like you're just watching a volatile uh relationship happen before your eyes it's like it's almost is uh, the word visceral comes to mind a bajillion times and i've been purposely trying not to say that word like yes, to where it's annoying you know what i mean i don't want to lose its uh meaning yeah i see what you're saying but there was a like when she was uh, flipping out. There was a scene where she kind of walked into the street and caused a a car to to wreck. It was a wreck. Oh yeah, that was, yeah. Some cars right. fell out of the bed of a truck or something. Exactly. And um, uh, I was reading some places that that was also a uh, allegory to their relationship because uh, the truck carrying the two vehicles, both those vehicles in that truck were destroyed as fuck, but only one of them fell off. And it was kind of like they're both were. It's like it's like it was a symbol. It was a symbol for them. Like they both were already damaged, but yeah. one is like off the fucking reservation. <laughs> it's like yeah, but w- which one is it? These both of them are fucking out of their minds. I'm gonna say Annie for uh, reasons we'll get to later in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this shit was crazy. So with all this crazy shit going on, right? Uh, the fucking uh, beat up car falls off the truck and shit. Like, Mark assimilates back into society because, like, this, this place is barren. It's like there's nobody. But kids come out of nowhere playing soccer, and then, like, Mark assimilates with them and starts playing soccer with them and shit. Like, it never happened. I was like, what the fuck was that? That was weird. I don't know. That was the weirdest, like, playoff of, like, domestic violence and, like, uh, scene causing I've ever seen in my life. He goes to see Anne, Anne's, um, was it her, just her friend? Her homie, Margie. What was her name? Mar- Margie? Yeah. Margaret? Did they fuck, dude? I think so, yeah. Because they had like a weird a little too chummy, dude. You know yeah, they mean? had the they had the banter going on. You know, he goes he uh they, they don't really get along that well. Um I think right. he tells her at one point that he despises her. So he clearly hey fucked her then. Or 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 hey fucked your face. At at minimum, he grabbed the back of her head and just went Wah! you know, just <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So Mark goes to a private investigator, man. Um, no, what, what was um, his purpose to see in Margie? They, he just wanted to go bone, or no? Mar- I think Margie it, was showing up because, like, I, I do appreciate the plot point of who's watching his kid. Like his kid, yeah, is yeah, 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 yeah. Like he, that was a question, a question that would have come up a lot. Like, right? Wait. But they cover it. They cover that plot hole constantly. Like Margie, Margie watches the kid. Um, later, we'll talk about who who else watches the kid. But like Bob. Bob's presence is always acknowledged um, throughout this movie, even though we might not touch on it as much. The child's uh, well-being and the shit he's going through and them being, oh, go outside is fine. You know, like he he is present throughout all this insanity. 
throughout the fucking movie, which is, uh, I, I mean, it's really real. Yeah, uh, speaking of the kid, that um, that reminds me, like, as, again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get real here for a second. As a child, like, my parents would, would I, I can I can sense tension in the room when I was a child, and then they'd send uh, me and my sister, hey, go outside and play or something. And I never thought, really, growing up, like, what was going on? Like, this? And I, I saw this movie. Oh, that's what was going on. My dad was beating the shit out of her. Oh, God. No, not, not, real, not oh, really. But... I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Whoa! A little too real, bro. A little too real. But yeah, dude. Like, uh, yeah, you so you totally realize. Oh, that's why they were like, "Don't come back inside. Just go out and have fun." Yeah, they're fucking battling. So Mark hires a, a private investigator so he can stop slapping her. And uh, <laughs> Jesus. And um, the investigator's like, "Cool, I'm gonna get one of my guys on it." You know, and. Oh yeah, so we so we didn't talk about this. So when when uh Anna went to downtown, quote unquote, away from him for the first time, he's waiting for her to come back. He has this shot of him looking out of a window where these two fucking military guys are like way in the distance looking at him. And he has his watch hanging up. And then she shows up and then crazy shit ensues. So it happens again, same sh- t- same kind of shot, almost like deja vu. Same two guys off in the distance looking at him. He got the watch hanging off the window, and she comes in. And I'm trying to figure out what the fuck was that about, like this weird military presence on top of nobody being in the fucking streets. It was just like the weirdest fucking thing. Yeah. And it's like, because like the way the movie is shot and set up is like the characters we talk about are the only characters in the whole fucking world. It's really weird. I'm sure there's like, you know, meaning and allegory and symbolism behind all of it. But I don't want to sound like a pretentious douche because I don't fucking know. <laughs> maybe maybe it's like when you're when you're going through uh, some rough shit like this, nothing else matters in the world. And it's as if you're the only mm. two people in the world that matter. That is a good point, sir. See, but you're the one that wears a scarf, not me. You're, you're, the, you're, you're the smart one. <laughs> With my fucking bike riding ass. <laughs> You're the smart one, sir. I'm I'm just the asshat. No, I I literally just thought of that right now because you mentioned it. No, and, and, and no, I guess it's true. I felt like that before. Like, oh, and my my like, uh, I don't know. A, a family member's telling me something that went on in the day, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm. This is what's happening now. You do not exist right now. Right, right. So, boy, we get this scene where. Um, it makes uh, again. Sense. Again, he's he's uh, Mark. He's cranking the wheel. He's trying to make things right, you know, or uh, in the in the whatever fucked up way he can. But it's so tense. And then when Annie shows up, I like how whenever whenever Annie shows up, what she does is so pointless and so random. Like she'll show up and try to do a chore to act normal, and it's totally out of place. She shows up to the kitchen. They're having an argument. She pulls out an electric blade. You know the blades, the little saw blades that you cut the turkeys with and shit. And she's like putting meat through a meat grinder. And you're like, why are you doing this right now while you're having this tense conversation? Yeah, you see, now that you mentioned it, I didn't notice, but like I heard her doing... Um... Oh, wow, a little accent just slipped out there. Hey, her doing this thing over here. 
um, her doing menial tests like that, they just it was it was kind of off, wasn't it? It was it was one hundred percent pointless yeah. because she's like grinding all this meat, cutting all this meat, and she has no plans on cooking, no plans on doing shit with it. Even at the end of this shit we're about to talk about right now, that shit just sat there, dude. Like, and was, maybe that's more symbolism, trying to go through the go through uh, the motions of your everyday life, but when, over here in the back, you got Sam Neil yelling at you. <laughs> So you see the electrical blade, and you see the meat grinder, and you know something's gonna happen. Yeah, right, right away. You see that? What's that? Ah, what was that? We discussed this one. Pavlov's uh, gun. Pavlov's gun. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you see a thing. Oh Jesus, that's about to be used. But he pulled out two. He was dual wielding Pavlov's gun. It was awesome because you have the meat grinder and the electric blade, and you're like, which one she's gonna use? And I remember in the scene. Um, the, the the camera, the way it was positioned, it almost looked like her hand was being jammed exactly. into into the meat grinder while the meat was being pro, uh, fed through uh, the other side. And I got I, oh. I got to tip my hat to the director dude, because like the way the way he set those shots up, you swore on everything she was gonna put her hand through the fucking meat grinder. Like you yeah. forgot about the electric saw blade, which she fucking put to her neck, bro. Jesus was not ready for that. Was not ready for that. I totally thought she was gonna like, you know, you, you, you know, you, you know the scene where like you accidentally, oh my hand went into the thing and you put your like finger in your mouth. See if it's yeah. Me. Oh dude, oh no, I told you about my toe, right? Yeah. Gross. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to update on your toe. I know it's fucked. No, no, it's it's good. It's fine. Okay, you, good. It doesn't even doesn't even look like anything happened. Great, great, great. Excellent. That is a, a mystery that will be kept from the audience forever. Yes. And um, so I totally thought the whole like, oh, I hurt myself. She sucks on her finger. He goes, are you okay? And then she leaves abruptly. That's what I wanted to happen. But this bitch put a fucking electric blade to her neck. And uh, I put in my, <laughs> I put in all caps. Holy shit, I knew it. She went for her neck with the electric blade. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't take it, man. It was too much. But um, but uh, uh, um, Mark he uh, patches her up a bit. Yeah, loving. And then it goes goes to yeah yeah that, that was also a thing that I noticed. As frustrated and as upset with her as he was, he still really put that loving touch on her neck. Yeah, he, he did it. He did it really tenderly. I yeah, think he wasn't like because I'm not gonna lie to you. I'd have been. It, it, I would have angrily wrapped her neck. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're, like, you're all, almost strangling her. Almost David carroting her ass with the fucking. <laughs> I would have been frustrated. There'd have been a little bit of a, you know, passive aggressive pettiness on my side. Yeah, uh, but but uh, Sam Neil, he he uh, really had a loving touch there behind all that. Um, I mean, despite all the uh, frustration and anger. So please tell me what happened next, my friend. Um, let me see. He patches her up, and then Sam Neil goes. I believe he goes back into the kitchen, and he bl- proceeds to cut his wrists. I think his wrist, right, with he the cut, with the no. same with the same turkey fucking slicer. He takes this electric blade and cuts down his. He cuts down his arm uh, horizontally. He starts at the top, like close to the shoulder. Yeah. Then to the forearm, then to the wrist, like the top of the wrist. Which, why, 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 why? I don't, I don't know. I don't know, dude, because like, this is when I'm like, oh, they're both possessed now. You know, me trying to be logical and using my fucking right brain to figure out what's going on. Like, they're both, cl- they're both clearly insane. 
And I just put, what the fuck? Cause I was, and then they both look at each other and she's like, see, it doesn't hurt. So I'm thinking they're both under the influence of Satan at this time. I'm trying to make sense out of it. And I can't. But um, um okay, more analysis coming at you. Go for it. Um both willingly putting themselves under under, you know, figurative harm. Uh that's all I got. They're okay. putting they're they're willingly putting themselves in harm's way. And both and both agreeing on how much it doesn't hurt. Kind of like uh you know, kind of uh suppressing the actual pain that they're going through. Yeah, mutually. yeah, the 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 pain being like I guess you know sticking together in the face of all these problems. Right. Or, or and then him being a man trying to overdo it, like trying to go harder than she did cuz he cut himself way more, but in a different spot. Uh which uh I feel like uh men would usually be more logical on where they would hurt themselves versus a woman going, you know, a little bit more emotional. Just trying yeah. to end everything, and he—he's he, kind of measuring. It's like it's like he got progressively closer to a vital spot, but at the same time guarded himself, which is weird. I don't know. Yeah, hey, I'm playing through the the next scene right now. I'm looking at it now, and I'm—I don't know if that's the wall, but there's definitely some sort of uh, wall type structure surrounding this place. Yes, but that 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 that's also um throughout because remember when uh, when he was looking out the window. There's guys who, like, the two guys that are watching them, they're over a structure. They're on the other side of a structure looking at yeah. them like they're all quarantined, which is weird. Yeah, and, yeah, it's the same with me. I don't know much about history in this time period. Um, all I all I know about the Berlin Wall is the what I see on TV, and there's right. the, all the gra- graffiti on it. And it broke down. Yeah. That's all I know. I'm sorry. So I, I, I've never thought, oh, uh, there's probably parts where there isn't much graffiti and it's probably not a straight line like I imagine. Because <laughs> I think of the Berlin Wall and I'm just thinking, okay, straight down the fucking middle. Yeah, like one mile long. <laughs> yeah. Anybody in Berlin, I'm sorry for our ignorance, but we live in America, dude. Trump is president. What can you do? Um, yeah. Going to have our own pretty soon. Yep. And it's gonna wall, be just long one mile. Um, shout out to uh, terrible uh, presidencies, but um, shout out. So okay, so this is what I'm talking about. Where it seems like nobody's on Earth at all, like no one's in Berlin. Where uh, and Anna is like walking through the streets on her own, and there's this weird creeper guy, like clearly following her, and she knows he's following her because there's no one else to blend in with. Like there's no one. To like Sam Fisher, Solid Snake, and you know, like there's nothing. It's impossible. There's no cardboard box, no nothing. Yeah. And uh, when she gets on a train, there's there's finally another citizen, but one person, and it's a homeless dude who jacks one of her bananas because she decided to take a nap and eats it when he <laughs> he clearly has a bottle of alcohol, so he's trying to soak that shit up. But um, it's clear that this guy's following her. 120% clear like there's no doubt she knows it he knows it everyone knows it and I know he, it and he tries to play yeah even John and John <laughs> sucks and uh he, he, he fucking he tries to play it off by like going past her like he's going up the stairs and shit and he um I like how he has a speech impediment he uh like me he stutters and uh you he, say like you yeah I have a horrific dude like I edited really? it out yeah I don't really 
notice. You don't catch it, dude. Like I, I have a bad stutter because I did a uh, video um, pushing um, our t-shirts, and I yeah. fucking just fell all over my word. I wish I could have cut it out, but I said yeah. it only once, and it kills me every time. But okay. um, free t-shirts, Mighty Morphin uh, Maker Show. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so the guy, in, the guy tried to enter the room and shit, and he's. Uh, saying some bullshit like he, he's a superintendent or something trying to get in there like oh there's windows that are broken which i find out which ones anna is like super pro, you know protesting against him coming in wants no part of it super guarded super shelled yeah. up and which then, was it was it just me or was um did that the way that guy knock really piss you off <laughs> nah, nah, it, was, it was me too it was so annoying ah, he was a cocksucker but can't do that shit it was it was a lot. He didn't give her time to get up, dude. Oh, I would have. He deserved what he got. So he fucking um he comes he's, in. Yeah, he's posing as what a building inspector or something. Right. So we know this trope very well. You know, guy coming in looking for shit. His doom is coming. Like we we've seen this happen in many horror movies. You know, uh, from years ago, and it's weird because Anna's uh, attitude changes. From pensive to loose. Yeah, I think I think I caught a, a bit of oh well, you're here, you're here, you fucked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Might as well I try to try to tell you. So he, he 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 goes into this like everything's fine. He's like literally going on like this is a big fucking apartment by the way that she got for herself, huge, huge, and he's going room by room by room by room. And he finally gets to this one fucking room where it reminded me of PT a little bit, or uh, the video game uh, that was the uh, demo for Sana Hills. Yeah. Where like uh, this fucking you can't make it out, but it's this weird like bloody thing in this room. It's and, just a ma- like a mass of breathing flesh that is um mounted to the wall i think yeah it's kind of like a fix to the wall and like it's like it's like aliens or something you think you see two eyes but you're not sure and i'm about to fucking blow your mind right now that creature that we're about to talk about at length uh-huh you know who created it let me guess um like the conception or everything uh, uh hr geiger you are incorrect. The motherfucker ah. that created E.T. Really? Same fucking guy, bro. <laughs> Lovable. Wow. Why do you have to go? I'm crying, I'm crying my eyes out. E.T., bro. Same guy created I, this. I, I, I only saw that movie like once when I was like four. Dude, I cried like a bitch when I saw it. I was like five. I cried. I had a <laughs> toy. And I was like, it's not the same. He's gone. I was fucking uh, <laughs> blubbering mess. But um, yeah, dude. Good old heartwarming ass E.T. Same brain made this creepy. Uh, we'll get to it. <laughs> so uh, Okay. I, all right. No, I was going to make a comparison, but uh, will, it, it becomes a little more fleshed out later on, huh? Uh, no pun intended. So, uh, <laughs> so. She she I like I, I like I, I like how she did this. So Anna drops the bottle of wine, almost like she's drunk. Oops, real funny. Fucking guy sees this fucking uh, Silent Hill meat room, and he turns he, like he before he gets a chance to turn around, he gets bashed in the back of the head by that bottle. 
And then Anna proceeds to stab the fuck out of him with a broken wine bottle in the neck. And it is realistically gruesome. And once again, folks, there is no music accompanying this, making it all the more. Yeah, you're in there 100 percent. Jesus Christ. I didn't realize how much music can actually take you out of a scene. You know what I mean? Because typically in my brain, I feel like music builds the scene, makes it more amazing, more riveting, da 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 da. But not- it can, it can, but it it can also be very distracting and just really takes takes away from the scene sometimes. Like not having music is like watching a fucked up live leak video. <laughs> I've seen some good ones. I'll send you the links I, later. No, nah, please don't, because I've seen enough. <laughs> but it was. It's like dark web bad. Like you're just like, oh, I shouldn't be seeing this right now. Like it's the weight. I, I think not having music adds to the weight of like, no, this is really happening type shit. You know what I mean? Like you're watching a really, really well shot YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a disrespect to this movie. <laughs> um, you, you see what I'm saying? I, I, yeah, I, I get it. I hate to invoke hey, the words YouTube. Is- like a YouTube video. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying, you know how you watch a YouTube video and you come across uh, some shit that you regret watching? That's yeah, what yeah I, I see. I see what you're saying. I'm talking about the rabbit hole of YouTube, not not a fucking Markiplier, <laughs> no, <laughs> who I love, but not a not like a you know not a college humor video. But, yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't. Speaking of you, I don't really watch any YouTuber YouTubers. You know, I do. I do. Um. I'm a fan. Of who do you, all right? Who do you recommend? Um, no, game, game Grumps all day. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen some of their stuff. They're they're pretty good. No, they're I still good. I have just like gone back and actually, you know, I, I like H three H three productions. I, I like those. I haven't seen their shit. I haven't seen their shit. I will, um, I'll definitely get to it. it. It's honestly, it's just reaction to to shit. And if there's like some, sh- it's YouTube drama and shit. Right. I like them. They're funny. It's a man and his wife, and they. It, it's all right. Okay, so the teacher, um, who looked- <laughs> yeah, we're talking about movies here today. No, nah, no, nah, no, we we gotta we gotta run through this because we're uh, we're already at an hour ten, so I gotta find a way to. It's just so much going on. This is gonna be a long episode, possibly, but um, so the teacher shows up, and and like that's when I realized, oh fuck, it's <laughs> it's the exact same actress, but <laughs> um, she shows up and like th- this is when I know something was wrong. So he was giving, uh his son Bob a bath and Bob was holding his breath on the water, which will play later in this movie. Ugh. And, uh, <laughs> he's holding his breath. He's all impressed and shit. So the teacher comes and he's like, other things are happening. So he lets the teacher come in to go get his son out of the bathtub. And I'm like, uh, Europe much. Y- Europe much. <laughs> Cause this is, this is not a, this is not an Americana type thing here, man. Like my teacher can't, can't just get me out my, my art teacher Miss Brown can't just get me out of the tub, dude. Cause uh we gonna wanna fucking so the balls on Heinrich showing up, man. What the fuck? But he looks like he's high as a kite. Yeah. What was that? Well it, he was like he was just kind of twirling around, caressing the walls. <laughs> it was to show that uh that, he- that Heinrich actually does experiment with drugs, because that's gonna play later on in the movie. So yeah. he shows up fucked up just oversharing possibly on heroin and uh mark fucks with him a bit like mark couldn't hold he couldn't help himself to be petty man he's like well maybe i think she's fucking some other dude and like you know hundreds didn't like that shit yeah and um we had this interesting quote about god being the disease 
uh, coming. Yeah, of, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I forgot what he said. He said God is a disease. And he's like, uh, he's like, oh, he's like, and uh, Heinrich said in response, only through disease can you find God. Which is kind of true. A lot of people, uh, you know, even in my family, uh, someone who's died recently uh, to the, the the funeral I had to go to where we missed the episode. Like, uh, he did not get saved until like the very end of his life. And uh, uh, the, okay, did he do the uh, accepting Jesus and yeah. last rites? Uh, uh, last rites is that a thing? I think those are Catholics, maybe. But like, but he got baptized before he passed, and it's like, yeah, you know, and it's it's kind of like you know he, but he had a disease, and like you know, whenever that time is coming, some people, you know, cash all them chips in and try to you know try to save themselves, and uh, I totally when he when he said it, cause I like how he said it as the uh, elevator door is closing on him, you know, for full effect, and it it it, it did get to me a bit, it did it did uh, strike a nerve with me, man, because of uh. But I was too too busy trying to like make sense out of this. I was like, okay, so it's now because it seemed like when Sam Neill's character Mark said it, it was almost involuntary. Why do I say it like that? <laughs> involuntary. 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 It, it was involuntary. It, it kind of like he closed his eyes really hard when he said it. At, like once it came out of his mouth, it was weird. But then he goes back inside, and the teacher's washing dishes now. I'm like, dude, what kind of teacher is this? And it's like she's like the perfect woman for him, you know, because she's like taking care of his son, cleaning yeah. up the right way, not just randomly <laughs> doing shit, not just stabbing herself in the fucking neck with oh. a turkey baster or whatever that or was, putting clothes in the refrigerator like she does later in the movie. And uh, <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck is going on, dude? So like, uh, Helen shows up to talk about um, Bob because Bob has like night terrors, of, you know, apparently. During nap, night, uh, nap time, he like screams uh, in his sleep. And he's like, well, he never does it at home. And he's like, what the fuck? It's so weird. So this is when uh, the the PI talks to Mark and tells him, hey, um, my guy that I sent after, you know, Anna is missing. And I got to say, nice twist on this. Because I was like, Cause he he was throwing out reasons of why he might be missing and shit, and then it kind of came yeah. towards the end like it's actually his gay lover. And I was like, did not see that coming. I did. Oh. But it kind of. Um, I think I missed that part. Really? Because he was because he because he 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 said it in a very professional manner, but yeah. he was like, you know, uh, he lives with me. He said it in a very, you know, like he it was, it was implied, but like you knew that they were lovers. Oh, uh, okay, all right. Because like, if you think about how it went down now, it makes way more sense. Um, yeah. Later on the movie, so like he he goes he goes to uh, Anna to try to find what happened to uh, Emmanuel, the private investigator sent out, and um, this is when the scene gets crazy. So the meat room has changed a bit; it's a little bit more cleaned up. Cause he's searching for Emmanuel. Once he goes in, there. and he kind of barges in like an asshole. Uh, yeah, un- understandably, because he's he's trying to find his lover. And uh, well, yeah, that, that, that's true. I'm, I'm I don't know what happened. I must have got distracted for a second. I found it kind of weird that this guy would just go looking for one of his employees like that. See, but they but they added the the proper motivation for him to push it. You know what I mean? Because like, because he, he was gone for days, and the way the way that he was talking to Mark about it, it was like a concerned spouse. Yeah. 
like he was tracking the time like you know he could have been doing this but i know he wouldn't have done that he's doing this but no that's, that's you have a lot of information about your employee there buddy you know what i mean like it's kind of it was kind of weird and then yeah he, I, I guess old andre figured yeah that is kind of dumb that an employer would just that isn't law enforcement would just go and look for this guy right or, or not just call the cop simply you know, but he had yeah for himself so it's personal Right. So he rolls up on Andy. Well, I'm like, that's not good, man. This is not going to work out for him very, very well. Uh, so we see the creature because he walks into the room and sees it. And it's this fucking mass <laughs> with tentacles for uh, limbs. And and any any overshares a little bit. Uh, saying um, he's exhausted because they've been fucking all night. So she's fucking this gross, it, it weird tentacle alien. I put in my notes. He what was the name of that mad doctor alien guy from Mass Effect? Uh, oh my god, it did look like Morden. Morden. Morden Solus. 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 Morden, yeah, it looked like him. I thought. It did. It did. Oh, he ruined Mass Effect for me. <laughs> you bastard. And um, that guy might might have been my favorite character. In- oh, he was the shit. He was the shit when he did the. Uh, oh fuck, I can't think of it. But whatever. We'll, we we might do a Mass Effect episode just for the fuck of it. But no, um, I'm good. Okay, fuck you. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like, during all this fucking just insanity. The, the the private investigator finds Emmanuel's body and it seems like it's uh missing some parts because yeah like, there, there's only a couple of parts it's like shoved into two the refrigerator legs. yeah it's like two legs behind a door but like, you can't see and, uh, it's like two thighs and a drumstick because <laughs> she's clearly feeding the monster people at this point. oh I didn't I didn't I don't know why I didn't think of that I thought she was just chopping them up and putting them away not nah, because there's there's portions missing in the fridge. Uh-huh. Okay. And like, yeah. And like, I don't with know. Each, and with each death, uh, the the mass grows. And yeah, it becomes more. Yeah. Okay. God, wow, I, I, I was God. thinking Hellraiser at this point. Like it was kind of like mirroring Hellraiser to a certain extent at this point. Yeah. But um, so like, dude, like the guy sees that uh, Emmanuel's dead, and he screams his name, which is, makes it even more obvious that they've been in a relationship, yeah. and just open fires on her and misses. Again, the, all this went over my head. The, I mean, the, the relationship right, between right. Emmanuel and the PI. Right. So, like, in all this fucking rage, she, like, takes a shot at her and fucking misses, dude. And she proceeds to beat the living shit out of him, dude. Like, it was it, the way that it went down. Because, like, it, it, like, he missed and it washed over her. This rage of, like, you try to kill me. And she fucks him up, takes his gun unloads the clip on his ass dude and he has probably one of the most like convincing death scenes in the fucking yeah movie. that was very uh again saying that word again that was visceral it was it was because he he did that slow slide but it seemed legit i was like Ugh. no music only time I, I i have a i have a very morbid curiosity <laughs> so i've seen i've seen i've seen a lot of these videos and, and the way like um when the bullets were impacting him, the his little jolts and stuff, yeah, that's how that's how it looks. Yeah, it was it was creepily uh, accurate. I will say that. 
they they t- they tend to drop a lot quicker, but still. Well, well, he still had to, you know, he still had to act. He still had to put you know, put, put a little stank on it yeah. when, he, when he slid down. But those impacts, they were they were gnarly. Yeah, man, it was brutal. Because the like, only time music hit was when uh, you see the mass of whatever the fuck the creature is. But when the shots go down and the beating, no music, all creepy. So we get this scene where. I guess to establish any more as of uh, what she's going through mentally, we have this really weird home movie scene where I'm assuming Mark is filming her because she used to have a job and she stopped working for a year. They they, they cover that, but she was. Um, a- I don't know. I don't think it was Mark because I'm again. I have this playing as we're talking, and uh, they show the cameraman. He's filming himself in the mirror, and I don't think that was Mark. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I must have looked down when I was typing the notes. No, no. I mean, not that. I don't think that's important at all. But yeah. it might be. But so she was a ballet instructor, and this scene is so uncomfortable. Un- yeah, I was just gonna uncomfortable. Just really like voyeuristic. Like you're seeing something you probably shouldn't be seeing because of the eye contact that you get. So like she, okay. So she's teaching this ballet class, and like there's this one girl she points out because she's not doing whatever the fuck move right. The move where your leg is up, yeah, and it's behind you and shit. And she gets behind her, and she like kind of stretches her to where she's not comfortable, and it lingers, man. And it's yes, yeah, making- yeah these the, the the cries of pain, and they, they just get so loud. And is this the scene that your wife walked in on you while no. watching? No. Thankfully, thank okay. God. Thank this this God. would have been a bad one. This is a rough one because like it's it's is a lot that's implied with this uh, scene, and it's like whatever you're thinking, yeah, yeah, that. It, and she's just looking you dead in your eyes. Dead in your I, I don't. I forgot. Eyes. I forgot what what I forgot what she said as she was looking into the camera, but. It was thank it, you, thank it, you, it was you. sexual. It was sexual. I I, I don't Okay, let's stop I, I didn't beating want to around it. the fucking bush. Yeah, here. I, I was trying to be classy. We're both, we're both doing that <laughs> shit right now. We're trying to find a way to say it. Those those we are, bones of pain we are literally we are sexual. We're in two cars just doing donuts like I don't want to drive it. I, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You know why? Cuz it's a, what a uh 13-year-old girl. Yeah, it's bad. It's so horrible. And the shit that <laughs> that was hilarious. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> Dude, I, I, I didn't want. I didn't want no part of it. I didn't want. To, I didn't want any part of it. I, That's what that scene was. You don't want to watch. You it. don't want it's ownership so... of it. You don't want ownership of what's happening. No. And it's it, it's it's like almost rape in a way, but it's not. It's just the way that it's shot because they 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 only show, uh, Anna's face and the close girl's up face. looking at you and close ups on that girl's grimace right. just. And, quivering pain and and anna's behind her so the way that it's shot is like it is it, it want it like it, <laughs> when she makes eye when anna makes eye contact with you it's like fill in the blanks you perv like <laughs> that's just like this was happening i know you're thinking it and i was yeah it is like fuck you don't don't put I this don't on wanna, me I, she was putting those thoughts in my in my head i don't get out i don't want to watch this i was michael clark duncan in uh talladega nights at this point like don't you put that shit on me <laughs> I was upset, and uh, what was so crazy is like once she was done torturing this poor girl, she praised the chick that was right across from her that wasn't even really doing doing it the exact same way because she was chastising her for not doing it um, properly. Yeah, and the girl runs away upset because she got fucked over, and she's like, "That's she did it on purpose." She was like, "That's that's gonna push her 
to make her even better. Um, I wish somebody did that for me. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? It was insane. Insane. And um, good God, dude. That, That was such a crazy scene. Yeah, just a little, just a little insight as to yeah, Anna wasn't very stable to begin with. Exactly, because it seemed like she was already breaking down in that particular film, and that was in the past. She already, she already, yeah. looked, she already looked unhinged, and um, so Annie shows up. This is where she's putting the, the clothes in the fridge and shit. This is her going further insane, and uh, Mark is trying to make sense out of this. He's like, "Oh, you're torn," you know, because he, we've all been there. Where you're trying to make sense out of the crazy shit that the person's doing. You're trying to validate how you're feeling to make your narrative work out for you. It's like, oh, you're torn. That's why you're coming back. That's why you're trying to do these chores. Because you you know, you're split between your duty as my wife and whoever this guy that's like knocking you down. Yeah. And um she does this thing with her hands. Like uh like trunks before he killed Frieza. Remember that shit? <laughs> Shouts out Dragon Ball Z. Check it out. You know what? No, it did. That's exactly. It's a little more like less, less polish, less coolness, more creepy. She, she yeah, she has a little work to do. Oh my god! Yeah, so she basically killed Freeze and her dad with that hand motion. But yeah, she was, she was, yeah, she was going through it, and it was like spastic, like she was being um, tased, almost. Yeah. And it was like, what the fuck? So I put him on those. Uh, Annie can't control her hands or body. And she's writhing in agony and um, yelling that she feels nothing. And then she made eye contact. And I shit myself a little. Because she looked dead into the camera. Like, she's trying to explain how she's feeling. She looked straight at you, the viewer, dude. Yeah. And it fucked me up. So bad. So yeah, bad. Yeah, she, she had... She, yeah, that, that, she really... Um took control of this role and i feel like she took control of us because like like this is where it is opening the can of whoop ass on our eye sockets because like right around this time we have a hard cut to her staring at um (laughs) a statue of christ yeah christ on the crucifix and it looks like as, as she's trying to get something out to say something yeah like, is she straining? It's like she's straining to, like, she's like, mm, mm, like, she's, like, really in pain trying to get a word Wh- out. Which, again, going back, where we're talking about, okay, are we taking this literally, or is this symbolic in some right, way? Right. If we're going literally, is she literally possessed by something? Exactly. And she she can't, she can't speak in the house of God? Like, she's not getting the opportunity to pray or something. Like, she can't. She's not being yeah. allowed to pray or being allowed to to do whatever the fuck she needs to do. And uh, well, here comes the motherfucking subway scene. The very first scene that both me and John have seen before we even watched this movie, dude. And, and um, it, yeah, again, th- I thought, hey, I'd seen the best. I saw. The, I, I thought I saw the best scene in the movie. I was mistaken. This movie was just great all around. Mm-hmm. But this scene is, is, don't get me wrong, this scene is extremely memorable. In fact, I recommend it. Would, would you... Would you recommend somebody just go watch this scene? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it it, it kind of um, readies your body for the rest of the fucking flick. 
And at the same time, I feel like it's a little bit of a misdirection, but not necessarily in a bad way. Dude, if this was a trailer, could you imagine? <laughs> just that just that scene? Yeah. I could I can dig that. That's a trailer in itself. Like, like seriously, fuck, fuck whatever original trailer they have set up for it. Watch the subway scene. That's uh, yeah, trailer. yeah. Go, go, go on uh, Google um, Possession 1981 subway subway scene. But and be warned, watch that. This shit is fucking insane. Like, if you if you can't if you, if this is not your bag. If you don't fuck with these type of movies, do not uh, watch uh, yeah, yeah, take this as a one. If, if you don't take anything away from this episode, just and you don't feel like watching this movie, just go watch that scene. And uh, if you plan on watching that. this movie, uh, say what? Say, there, it, might not, it might not be able to handle it. Like I'm being serious. Like I'm totally being that. I'm being the, I'm being Papa Bear right now. They might not be able to handle that. Papa Bear. It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. no. It, it really is bizarre and just frightening, disturbing. It's frightening. Um, Cause I, I tried to go to bed um, the night before and I, it popped in my head and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so she's laughing hysterically in the beginning, uh, going down this uh, this uh, subway. So r- real quick to kind of paint a picture for you guys because there's a lot of controversy between between this actress, this role, and the director, and uh, all this is hearsay. And I'm about to tell you. So they're talking about what she should do for this thing. And uh, there's a lot of debate. She's like trying to understand what the guy's saying. And she's like, he's like, think of a primal dance. You know, as you do this, think think of a primal dance. And she's still not fully understanding. And he's, this is reported. He looked at her and he's like, fuck the air. Yeah. So just think about that. <laughs> think about that sentiment. So she uh, is... I wish I could play the clip. I feel like it's too disturbing to play the clip on its own. Um, yeah. Um, but she's breathing and it's rhythmic. Like every, everything she's doing, there is a weird rhythm to it. Like, and it looks almost like an interpretive dance. But at the same time, she's either acting so well or going through it and having a breakdown so realistically to where she had like a bag of groceries. And uh, when she was laughing hysterically, she was already losing control of her body. And then she starts, like, hyperventilating, kind of. But rhythmically, and then her arms are, like, uh, just, oh, God. Her entire body motions are, like, rhythmic but spastic at the same time. And then she takes the fucking bag of whatever the fuck was in there. And the way that she slammed it against the wall and the way that it splattered, like, everything about it just seems so... I, 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 I want to say like animalistic, primal. Yeah, definitely primal, visceral. <laughs> and then the way uh, th- this scene, I think, only cuts like twice, if I remember correctly. Only twice, only twice, because it was uh, it was her coming it was her coming into the subway. It cut, and then when the shit goes ham, it cuts yeah. because it had to. So there was these. Weird- yeah, yeah. If you thought it wasn't a ham enough as it as it was from what we just described, uh, it's just beginning. Yeah. So like, it's getting really bad, and she's like convulsing, convulsing, convulsing. She gets to her knees, and she does this. Uh, she strains, right? Yes. God, I can't. I'm having a hard time just recounting it. And what what's going Ugh. on with her? What's what's going on with her is I, I want to say some kind of seizure, some kind of violent seizure, and she what what happened is she she had a, a miscarriage, right? But a miscarriage of her fucking 
faith, man. Jesus. Yeah. And it and it and then when it happens, dude, like cause she's she's squatting down, and the strain, like you could tell she probably but busted a blood vessel in her head in real life, dude. The way that she was like the look in her eyes. Uh, I think one of her eyes were bloodshot. Like I think she really like. Oh yeah, yeah, I so saw that. Hard. And then they had these uh, fluid bags that they broke, one underneath her for fucked up effect. And then like you would expect a nosebleed, you know, but Something. instead it came like out of her fucking ears. Yeah, just fluids coming out of every what every orifice in her body. Ears and mouth, but except nose. And it was like what the fuck. And, and before you had a chance. To grasp what the fuck happened. They have a hard, hard cut back to her looking at you, explaining what the fuck just happened. Yeah. So, like, when I'm saying her faith got miscarried, like that, she was saying there's two sisters, because uh, it was in the video uh, with the with the weird ass um, uh, ballet scene where she's saying there's a you know there's two sisters in her mind, a sister of chance and a sister of faith. So she was breaking down that the sister of faith was miscarried. And yeah. she's trying to hold on to the sister chance. Yeah, the, the quote was, what I miscarried there was sister faith, and what was left was sister chance. Right. So she's clinging to chance now. She's clinging to chance now, and uh, it's, it's, it's fucking grimy. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know how to explain it, dude. Like, that, that scene with the context rocked me even worse than just watching it random. Yeah, which is oh, why, <laughs> which was... <laughs> I'm sorry. I put it in my notes. She says to me that dot dot dot. I, <laughs> I, <felt Yeah>. like, <laughs> I was like, Ugh. go ahead. Yeah. That, again, that, that was one of the uh, wonderful, wonderful things about seeing that clip first is just being um, just totally wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. About what this movie was going to be. Pleasantly surprised. So, like Mark is saying that she she. <laughs> She looks vulgar to him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you the way he's eyeing her up, up uh, yeah, eyeing her up and down. Right. Like after that conversation, like he he feels how I feel about her. Like, ill, get out. So he tells her to leave her shit and just fucking beat it. Like he's done with her. Because he's uh I think he banged Helen, the uh, doppelganger of uh of uh Annie. So he's kinda over her. Like the closer he gets to Helen the less he gives a fuck about Annie. I mean, Anna, because, uh, you know, you know how he's trying to patch things up, but because he has this, you know, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. The, uh, you know, the heady type shit with that. Anyway. Yeah. So this one, she gets really, really crazy. So Mark tells Heinrich, because Heinrich is calling, so trying to figure out where she's at. And he's like, fuck it. So he tells her where the apartment is. And I feel like he knows what's happening at that apartment. From a logical sense, I feel like the, the you know Satan or whatever. Uh, um, uh, you're, t- you're talking about the, the fact that <clears throat> people that go in there they ain't coming out, right? Not, not yeah. He doesn't know about old um, old Mass Effect hiding in the bedroom. But he know. But I feel like he. My, my logical sense feel like he knows about it because he's being told to tell him. Because uh. he got kind of like yeah yeah go ahead yeah go go, go down there and see because like. It's like now I thought they were um, starting to get along, kinda. Well, him I, and him and Heinrich. You think so? I felt like I felt like he knew he was sending him to his death in a sense. Yeah. Because think about it. 
because he knew that the, the, the private investigator knew that he went towards any house and he disappeared. He's not hearing from the private investigator anymore. Like, I feel like a piece of him knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think he knew, but... Because um, he hated Heinrich. But the why, he, why he sent him there is kind of weird. Because no, I don't think he cared so much that he was banging in. No, Anna. he still cared. He still cared, dude. In my mind, he still cared because he... um. He even like the way that he just I don't know just like later on we'll get to it but like the way that he talked to him the way that he treated him he still had it out for him dude yeah especially for the end result of what he did because he had no reason to do it he had no reason to do it uh we'll get to it so Hundred takes his happy ass over to Annie's house of course he has a motorcycle of course he does yeah of course he does Jesus and late and later Mark does. <laughs> So uh, I put in my notes, Heinrich brought uh, to Annie's house uh, drugs and hard cock. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he was a little rapey for my taste, man. All up in her face, like kind of like grabbing at a cooch, uh, Trump style. And uh, she's into oh, it. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. She's into it, but uh, it's he's still kind of like, you could tell like he's a piece of shit. He came at her like a piece yeah, he, of shit. Yeah, definitely a slimy character. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So we see the creature again because she basically leads him to it. Like he doesn't walk into it by accident. And it's way more developed than before because, you know, she already killed uh, both PIs. So we get this really fucked up scene where Anna kind of corners Heinrich and she has a knife. And she's yeah. like just taking small cuts out of him, dude, which is really bothering you, you, you feel it because his his chest is exposed and she's just kind of you the, the, the you can hear the sound you can hear the flesh kind of and it's like small cuts it's like tiny yeah. it's like death by a thousand cuts and it's like almost like she's returning the favor of having because she because uh he had her against the wall and then she did him basically the same way he was in a corner he couldn't move completely at her mercy and uh she's just like like picking at him and then she fucking just stabs the shit out of him dude i thought he was gonna die right there. yeah that, you thought that, that was all lit that was it for all um heinrich here but but, but thanks thanks to that yoga stretches he was able to shift his organs to the side yeah, <laughs> yeah you forget he, he's a he's a brown belt in Kwando. <laughs> so he was able to shift shift his organs towards his butthole and uh <laughs> Hey, why, why do you why do you think I said brown belt? Yeah, nice. oh, nice. I missed that one. I missed that <laughs> one. So he gets the fuck out of there, and he calls Mark for some fucking reason. Not the cops. It's their buddies. Dumbass. And uh, I put in my notes that Mark is petty as fuck, and he's like, he's so glad he's hurt. But this is weird. He's on his way out. Margie's watching Bob. Margie faints when uh, Mark looks at her. Yeah, what was that? I don't know. It was weird. Like, uh, I feel like we don't have. I feel like we still don't have the master cut of this movie. I feel like the movie's three hours long. So hey, ca- call up Andre. Ask him what the fuck, man. He's dead. He died in uh, 2016. Ah, shit. Yeah, 2016 took care of Sorry for that quick twist. Like, call Andre up. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> so uh Mark enters the home first. He goes in Annie's home first. And uh fucking uh sets up the gas to blow up the fucking house. 
for some reason. Yeah, again, somehow kind of trying to cover for for Anne. Okay, that's what he's doing. He's trying to he's trying to help her out because he because of what he's gonna do later. So he meets up at the nearby bar. He meets up with Heinrich, who's like stabbed for Christ's sake, and he's trying to talk to him in secret and shit. So he goes in the bathroom, and uh, Heinrich's like, you know, trying to fix himself up a bit. And then this is a really stupid scene. I I've never seen such a MacGyver move happen. <laughs> Yeah, he, he goes he goes back and digs into the trash bin, digs out a shoe and a feather. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, Mark Mark gets a shoe and a feather, dude. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Mark? He goes into a bathroom stall, push the shoe in the toilet to clog it to have the water rise up. I'm like, okay. Then he takes the feather that he found literally on the top of the trash can, <laughs> like right around the corner, and shoves it down his throat to make himself gag. And he's like, oh, Heinrich, I'm sick. Come help me. And Heinrich's like, dude, I got stabbed, bitch. Like, what? Yeah, th- this is like the only scene in the movie where Heinrich has any sort of clarity. And he's just acting like a human being. <laughs> so he walks in there like a dumbass. Catches uh, the top of a bathroom lid, a la Saw 1, to the fucking face. And he goes down. And he's dead. I thought he was still alive for a second until he stuffed his face into the toilet. And flushed it and blood came out everywhere. So you realize he's fucking, he's done. He's done. He's done. Oh! Rest in peace. I forgot to mention this. Uh, before uh, Heinrich got stabbed, he saw the contents in the fridge, which were like uh, body parts and face, uh, like face, hands, uh, feet, and shit like that. Yeah, that, which is why I was saying he's, some, he's for some reason decided to um, try to help Anna yeah, I think, Mark by blowing it. up right. by blowing up the apartment because Mark saw the same thing and he laughed that's what I'm like because like, in my mind I'm like okay the devil has them both in cahoots they, he, like, he's in control of both of them that's what I'm thinking you know logically uh, first watch you know so uh, let's see let me look for this shit here I gotta skip ahead here so, yeah, so Mark goes home after all this crap because he because uh, he, he goes back to blow up Annie's apartment to uh, kill all traces of shit that's going on, even though it would not have worked, because if you set fire to a place and there's blood around, blood caramelizes and you can actually uh, find out what's going on. Thanks, there Annie. Appreciate that, Annie, for making me a better killer. But um, what? And uh, <laughs> and uh, he he goes back home, and uh, this is where my wife walks in. So he's a uh, oh, hang on, I gotta take a piss. Hang on. All right, so this is around this is around the point of time where like uh, Anna and oh no, I'm sorry. This is it's the part where my wife walked in. So <laughs> he's going to the house to the apartment where he lives, where my Bob is at, and Maggie's throat is fucking slit. Margie, excuse me. Margie's yeah. throat is slit, and this bitch is bleeding all over the place, and she's fucking dying. This is when my wife walked in, like, whoa! And I was like, that's literally, I was like, yeah, it's bad, but this is only the tip of the fucking iceberg. <laughs> Just walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. So he proceeds to pick her up and walk her into the apartment, and now he's covered in blood. Anna is there. And it's a crazy weird like uh like she's consoling him now now she's taking care of him cleaning him getting the blood off him and stuff but they're both already in complete agreement on what to do with the fucking body 
Yeah, which why all of a sudden does she care now? Right, and and that's why I feel like this is a from a skeptical, uh, you know, uh, view. Like the devil is has, has taken care of both of them now, to where they both are in you know in cahoots because he's being they're both being influenced by Satan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what I'm thinking because they're, they're totally on the same wavelength. Like there's no what the fuck are you doing? Like why did you do that? Like there's there's complete understanding and agreeance <laughs> to, to what to do here. But Bob, little little Bob, is like completely aware that shit's not right and shit's going on, and there's some like tomfoolery going on, which is really fucked up. <laughs> really fucked up. Tomfoolery. It just completely trivializes what's happening. Yeah, no, straight shenanigans. Uh, <laughs> uh What? And uh, <laughs> so Mark um, puts Margie in a fucking body bag and shit, and shoves her in the trunk, and then uh, he gets a phone call from Hendrick's mom. Who's looking for him? And she makes this weird statement about, you know, uh, kind of incriminating uh, Mark a lot. Like she knows a lot. You know, oh, I found his body, but his soul isn't there. You know, kind of really like letting her know that she's aware of what's going on. And yeah. uh, really creepy. Really, really creepy. And like while he's talking to her, he's like clicking the light off and on, which is like a weird uh, blocking thing to do in a movie. But uh, I don't know if it mean any, meant anything, but I, I didn't want to look into it, so I just moved on. So yeah, yeah. So um, let's see. Oh yeah. So Mark goes to the apartment to reunite with Anna uh, once all this crazy shit, because like a lot of crazy shit is going on, and he's trying to, I guess, get her ready for escape. I'm assuming. Because it kind because uh. because they had a plan to get the body put in the trunk. Uh, he was gonna get in the car. He drove to her house. He sent Bob over to Helen. To watch him, you know, for whatever the fuck reason, and uh, well, that's the only person left. True, true, because Margie's dead, and uh, so like when he, when he walked into the apartment to find Anna, dude, she's getting fucked by that monster, and it is horrific. Yeah, that's that was a a huge huge left turn just out of nowhere cuz like you knew that they were fucking but you didn't want to see it man and you saw it and it lingered it lingered man and i i had a feeling not a good one i had a feeling when i saw the back of the creature's head that it was going to look like somebody yeah 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 cuz it's already it's now it's starting to take a more human right form but it won't show its face but it's like it has arms now, but it still is like fucking it with the main tentacle. Like, um, think um the Casper ghost. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> with that little ghost tail, you know, it goes in the puss. But uh, it's, it's gross. It's, it's really, it's really. Fu- I, I really can't make too light of it because I was fucking just wanted to throw up in my mouth, man, so badly. It was just really. It really is a disgusting scene, and understand. Yeah. And she's saying almost, which I was trying to power through to understand what the fuck, <laughs> what the fuck she meant by that. Cause he's, cause Mark's looking at her like very kind of, you know, bummed out, obviously who, who wouldn't be. Oh well, yeah. He's getting cucked by ET over here. <laughs> the same crafter of ET made this fucking <laughs> monster, bro. But, um, uh, she's saying almost while she's getting railed by this fucking demon thing. And I'm like, what does that even mean? But he understood. And this is when it gets weird. 
Or, oh, the, oh, this part before that—that that wasn't weird enough. This is where it gets weird. <laughs> well, because <laughs> he goes back, he he goes back to Heinrich's mom for some fucking reason after all this crazy shit. Yeah, and like she basically, long story short, she like runs her mouth. Kind of seems like she knows everything that's going on, and she basically kills herself. Like she uh, takes some pills, she lays down that's in it. front of him and dies, and then the window opens to signify her soul leaving. And I'm like, what was the point of that? And then it gets even weirder because he goes outside um, during the daytime and there's like this dead fucking dog. And then there's a metaphor and a guy shows up like this uh, looks like a young gay Larry David (laughs) shows up and is like talking to him completely aware of what the situation is, which is weird. Yeah. And, and, And there's a dead dog in the water and there's a metaphor for some reason. And then music kicks in. And, uh, yeah, same same uh, high high tempo music from the beginning yeah. of the movie. So so he so Mark goes into action. I, this is this this part of the movie is so disconjointed to where I'm like, okay, whatever. Like I don't know what's going on anymore. Um, he basically commandeers a taxi, like not the whole car. He's in the back seat, and he finds <laughs> the luck to find the one taxi driver who really hates the police. The police, like, yeah. He's he like, says, back up and ram that police car. He's like, all right. All right. Fuck it. So he fucking does it. And he get like, oh, dude. First of all, I got to say, in the history of tucking and rolling out of a fucking car, <laughs> <laughs> this was the grossest. Because it, it looked like, you know how you, whenever in the movies they do a tuck and roll, like they have that inertia, like they're still rolling and they can get up very smoothly, like nothing's yeah. wrong. Not this one. Sam Neill fucking looked like he did his own stunts in this one. He just <laughs> fucking like a wet fart just <laughs> right on the fucking pavement. He just kind of he just kind of <laughs> he just farted himself out of the fucking because he made the motions as if he was gonna do that ninja roll to his feet, but it just did not work. It looked horrific, dude. I was like, ugh. Like it made me realize I can't tuck and roll. Like because that'll be my that'll be me just. Wet carcass just <laughs> slapping against car- concrete, bro. It was horrific. It wasn't <laughs> even any rolling. He just straight. He didn't get the roll. Off. Yeah, like he was making the motion to roll and just came to an abrupt stop. It was like, oh yeah, fuck. Right. So I figured. Oh, he and was... as he as he escapes, all the cars for some reason burst into flames. Oh well, yeah, but he but he guns down um, the eye patch guy from the meeting earlier in the yeah. movie. I'm like, what? Kills just him, but he gets shot horrifically in the back yeah and, and as he escapes like nice and neat <laughs> timed explosions happened in the cars for no fucking reason dude just it was so out of like character of the movie honestly yeah the last 10 minutes of this movie is basically a, an action sequence hardcore action bro and then like he because he, he gets in the car he, he gets in the car that he originally drove and like plops margie's body out of the fucking hood by a- accident i guess it was yeah. pointless. And then when they cut to the next scene, he's in the he's driving a Heinrich's motorcycle, uh, covered in blood, howling. <laughs> like, I'm like, what? It's so random. It gets so I random. I'm, I feel like it was uh had it been edited. And then all of a sudden, uh, Mark is like wounded, dying, crawling up a uh, circular staircase. Which I'm like, why? To what end? Like, uh, what does this mean? I, I, I don't. This is where. Hey, hey, hey! He's climbing the stairway to heaven. 
Oof, boy, what key was that? Garage? That was um that was uh, no, I didn't I wasn't singing. I just played uh, Stairway to Heaven and I just I had it on my speaker here. Oh, well. Okay, I'll be sure to try to put that in there for you. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> So he's crawling up there, dude, and like Anna shows up. And he's like, how do you, how did you find me? So how could I not find you? I don't know if that meant because of the news or whatever. <laughs> a fucking crazy Bowling Green Massacre that went down. Oh, let me stop. Oh, let me stop. Let me stop. That's three. <sighs> let me stop. So, uh, <laughs> so. Uh, let me get a cup. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, he's clearly dying. He's on his way out. And like when Anna shows up, there's a guy with her. It's fucking Mark. Perfect mark. Oh shit! That, oh man, this guy—that guy gave me the fucking creeps, dude. Dude, it's the same. What, what makes it so amazing? It's still Sam Neill, but the look on his face made me uncomfortable as fuck. Yeah, the 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 look he gave—I mean, the look was that was just on his face constantly was like kind of a half smile and I, bug eyes wide the fuck open right and it's kind of like yeah i was that monster fucking your wife like <laughs> he had that air of like yeah i'm the monster bro it's me and uh so fucking um anna's like talking to a, a dying mark and then the cops show up and they barney and clyde the fucking staircase so hard dude they shoot the living shit out of the staircase and this is where I shit myself yet again. So Mark eats all the bullets. Anna eats all the bullets. This is random, by the way, to me. Like, came out of nowhere. But fucking perfect uh, Satan Mark untouched. Bullets Ooh. go through him. And it's not even like CG type effects. It's just like, nope, nothing happens. And I'm like, what the fuck? So we have this tragic uh, view of a bloodied... Anna and Mark, you know, finally kind of like coming together, which is weird. Just embracing for the last time. Right. And she awkwardly shoots both of them at the same time. And a lot of smoke comes out of her fucking body uh, when he shoots him. But he's still alive. And uh, uh, Devil Mark kind of looks at him and has like a quippy remark. And he totally has the powers of Satan because he's as he's walking towards the stairs, he can come across a bystander and just totally talks her into shooting at the cops on his behalf. So he can escape. Well, I don't know, man. If there's a fucking psychopath alien looking fuck coming at you with a gun, I'm going to do what he says. Well, he looked like, uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sam Neill does look weird. Yeah. He, you know, he, yeah, he, and he had a gun. So, and he was super I, young. I, so I'll be like, yeah, what? I, I think it's, it's less devil power and more. Uh, I'm going to do what this guy says before he kills me. It was kind of devil power. Cause like he, he made him, he, he literally taught her how to shoot the gun and then she enjoyed it. Uh, did she smile? Or... Yeah, she was she was ah. excited to do it, and then he leaves, and um, oof, this is where it gets creepy. So, fucking um, Helen, the doppelganger to uh, to uh, Annie or Anna, I keep calling her Anna. I mean Annie to Anna. Yeah, you you've been doing that this whole episode. Yeah, I know, I know, it's weird, but like uh, so. Bob is like, don't answer the door because New Mark is going towards Hannah. I mean, uh, Helen. <laughs> Hannah. I just totally combined them. <laughs> Hannah, Annie. Yeah. What's her name? Fuck off. It's <laughs> Helen. So 
he's he's at, he's at the door and he's like really weird at the door like kind of like uh kind of like I know I'm about to fuck you kind of stance I think it's more like this is a foreign creature that doesn't understand what doors are <laughs> fair enough so like Bob is like don't answer Bob Bob is like don't answer the door don't answer the door don't answer the door and this scene I think fucked me up more than anything. I didn't like this scene at all, man. At all. And uh, Bob runs to the bathtub that's like full for some reason. Yeah, the whole the whole time he's screaming to to Helen not to open the door. And he dives in there, dude. And you're thinking he's doing the, uh, you know, holding breath exercise from earlier. <laughs> that's the negative. See, they lingered on that shot. They lingered hard. I, credits to that kid. Excellent acting job because they creep yeah. the fuck out. But he drowns himself, dude, and they don't cut away. No, so you, not You see for him a while. stiff, and then you see him <laughs> dead. And it's like, oh boy. So as that happens, we have this shot of uh, the world's pretty much ending at this point. You can, uh, we're getting some Pony Pool type shit where there's bombs going off. Uh, you can tell that they're being bombed, like uh, the city itself. And, um, as the lights are flickering off and on, you have a brand new devil mark outside the door, and you have Helen slowly turning to the camera, looking us dead in the eye sockets, and giving us a creepy ass fucking smile. As the lights flicker on and off, and credits. That is it. That is fucking it. Fuck you. Fuck what you stood for. Fuck what you thought. Was fuck you and the horse you rode in on. Fuck yep. you both. Fuck, fuck everyone. The guy that bred the horse, <laughs> like fuck them all. It <laughs> was a uh, boy. That was um craziness. Cause I sat there for a while, like what the fuck did I just watch? And it was amazing. Like the the the, the yeah. latter end was in pure insanity, pure insanity. But um. Overall, I was just—I think I was just blown away by uh, the actresses, uh, Isabella Ajani, 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 I think Ajani, Ajani, Ajani. Yeah, like uh, amazing. Whatever. Get a get a fucking American name. <laughs> amazing job. She did an amazing job, and like it was rumored that at the end of the filming, she almost tried to commit suicide. Um, wow. It's reported. It's all a legend. But um, and she's very guarded on information about that particular role. But uh, my God, dude, I, I have to say, like, um, cause I'm jaded, man. Like being a jaded movie watcher, watching certain shit like this blows my mind, and I I enjoy it because I didn't know, I couldn't predict shit. You didn't hear me call out really any tropes or be bored with this shit. It was an amazing movie. Like, um, ugh, I guess the hardest question is, man, if this was a fucking video game, like, what would it be, dude? Like, what? How would you just sum this up into a game? Is this even possible? What? Yeah, that, I, this is actually an easy question. Silent Hill. Okay. Boom. Silent. It's. Uh, it's. Um, Silent Hill 2 had kind of similar themes about a, a man and his fucked up relationship with his wife. And Silent Hill was pretty much the manifestation of, of um, fucked up shit in his head. Uh, you're, right, you're right, you're right. Because uh, you know what? You're right. Because it didn't mirror it perfectly. Because uh, Pyramid Head was his uh, like sexual frustration, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. With this big fucking penetrating rod. Right. No, not rod. Steel sword. <laughs> but yeah, it was... um, Yeah, because this one is basically... Uh, like I think uh, you looked it up. The same thing I looked up. It's like, this was an allegory for divorce. Yeah. And the, uh, the effects it has on your children. Like the Bob's reaction... You know, uh, to to take himself out. You know, it's just it's all the allegory. Like, don't take it yeah. little blah blah blah. Um, but I did. I couldn't help it. You know, like like it, it's fun to. I feel like there's three versions of the movie. You know What's what that? I mean? Um, the, the the first version, you know, the actual uh, the literal literal version, right? The little version of the devil, devil taking over the um, the allegory of divorce and um, the. Like hardcore religious uh, allegory of um, abandoning faith. Hell, this is probably a drug uh, angle, also of uh, drug use. Excuse me. With this I didn't. I didn't notice any implied drug use from either of them. The oh the 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 three week bender where like he didn't know where he yeah was. yeah 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 I forgot about that uh-huh. and all the spasms and shit. Hang on one second. I gotta. I'd like some beer over. Hang on. All right. So, so now we got to figure out how many lives were cut short in a horrendous fashion. Oh shit! Um, in our body count. That body count. That body count. So we have Mark eating it horrifically. Um. Anna, Anna, Anna dies. Anna died. Bob dies. Margie dies. Both PIs die. Fucking I, pa- I patch man. I patch man. Heinrich. That's like eight people. That's like damn yeah. Near. I got it. That's what I got. I got eight. Just damn near an entire cast. <laughs> That's like ninety percent of the cast that died. So yeah, not a big number, but it's know, everybody. But it's everybody. It's big ratio. It's fucking everybody. Oh, also. Um, there's a deal where um, it's basically perfect mark. Like the the double mark is like Anna's perfect uh, projection of what she wanted her husband to be, and vice versa with Helen. Helen was a projection of what uh, of Mark's Mark ideal, right? Ah, right. And then both projections meet each other, but the reason Bob kills himself is because he knows it's already going to be a doomed marriage. Hence the. Uh, Bombing outside of impending destruction. destruction. Yeah. So that's why he takes himself out because he knows the marriage is fucked from Jump Street. So the the monster Mark and teacher Anna, um, are they themselves symbolic of like real Mark and real Anna changing themselves in order to like staying together for the kids, you know? Yeah. Dude, yeah. Wow, didn't think about that shit. And nice. where that—that's never a good idea. Uh, that no, hence, hence the fail. I mean, the doomed marriage. Because because Mark Mark truly was a monster because he did beat her and he didn't even like hold that back like that. That was definitely his issue. Like he was abusive. She was uh, uh not faithful. It was bad. Not faithful. Yeah. yeah. Even even from his long absence, uh, she didn't want no part of him, dude. Like, and even when they tried to have sex, it was just it was bad. 
and Bob was around for the whole fucking thing. Like, like they, every time he wasn't present, they addressed where he was, and they made a point to do it. And, yeah, uh, yeah. The director was definitely going through some shit when he wrote this movie, man. Yeah, it shows. It's a, it's, it's, it's his adaptation. It's his original screenplay. He directed it. He was getting some shit off his fucking chest, man. <laughs> God damn. He was processing uh, this shit. I wonder. I wonder if he, uh, if he worked through it. I, ho- I hope he did for his sake, because his life is over, man. But uh, I will say, I no. Uh, I, I, what I'm saying is, I, I wonder if like making this movie was enough of a uh, enough of a catharsis to to help him get through it. I would hope so, because uh, he uh, it, even if even if he didn't, he made a masterpiece of a film. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not perfect. You know what I mean? Because I feel like because uh, the pink sock thing was always gonna irk. Yeah, me. did we? Did you bring that up? I didn't because it's, it's, it's too much. It's too much. It, like th- there's so many unanswered questions that there's no explanation to. That like it, it, it's it's only fun because I'm, we've done so many of these to where like I I never had something where it's not complete, and yeah. that I'm I'm actually looking forward to more information to like tell me what the fuck was going on, and uh, that's neat. That's cool. Cause the movie is fucking old. It's like, Jesus Christ, like thirty some plus years old, and it's like ageless almost. Yeah, that's hey, 19, 1981. Yeah, it's hard to do. That's hard to fucking do. That's that's hard to do to make something like that relevant, dude. This late in the fucking game, dude. Cause look at uh, Death Race. Look how we did Death Race. We're so yeah. over that shit. Fucking amazing, dude. Um. Hey. Oh. Hey. That was the Berlin Wall. What? The, the, throughout the movie, the Berlin Wall is in the movie. Oh, it was? Wow. Yep. Wow. I was imagining it larger. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Okay. Just now, I'm reading that here. That's, uh, that's what those soldiers were peering over with the fucking Berlin Wall that holds. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. <laughs> um, Fuck, man. Uh, what's left here? Oh, skin deep. Jesus Christ. Ah, Jesus. It's about to get skin deep. I just wanna see a little bit. Just show me that booty. Just a little bit of titties. Right now, right now. <laughs> I like how we're both like, ah, fucking hell. So. It's, usually, usually we're we're a lot more elated to bring you this segment. Yeah, not not today, not uh, today. So, is is it two? Technically, yeah, because it's two different characters. No, I mean, didn't Margie wasn't Margie new? Mm, I don't do. Was she? I don't know. I'm gonna say just two, but it was the same chick. It was a uh, Helen slash. Anna. Anna, but it's like only one person. No, that's two different characters. So true. True, but same same actual tits, which is uh, oh. they were tasteful in a sense, but like I'm so creeped out by the movie, I just I, I'll never enjoy them ever. They weren't bad. I mean, they're not my bag per se, because they're, they're pretty. You know, she's pretty. Just the con- the context in which they were presented to us, horrific. It, it, it yeah. was fun. Not not um Green Inferno bad, but bad because they were no, no it's it i mean it's not like like sexual violence or anything was going on no, 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 no. but it's more like there's this is a bad 
situation. There's bad vibes in this scene. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I can't just look at those and be like, wow, look at those. I'm like, oh, wow, their marriage is falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we have uh, impending divorce tits, which has never been done before. <laughs> That's a new, new category. Yeah, 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 it is. So uh, this is it, man. I think it's pretty fucking obvious. I think the fans know. Uh, fuck, we know what the goddamn verdict is. But it's time for our final verdict. Knee pads or slippers, what that means uh, for knee pads. Uh, maximum of two if we really like this movie. Where we uh, power slide with our guitars doing solos in the uh, sold-out show. Uh, <laughs> touring with the uh, damn Yankees. <laughs> wow. Or um, two hater slippers, maximum, where uh, you slide in those motherfuckers and hate every fiber of his being and um, question suicide at every moment. You're, you're, you're Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino. <laughs> Basically. John! Need yeah. those slippers. I mean, I think it's pretty clear. We've been... We've been both been on our knees this whole episode. No question. Uh... Two knee pads all the way. I'm on my knees. I got fluids leaking out of my butthole in my mouth. <laughs> this, no question. <laughs> yeah, man. And oh, I wanted to expand a little bit. Um, go for yeah, it. again, my, my introduction on. Uh, no, no, I wanted to explain. I don't want to go further into fluid talk here. Um, no, that's our other podcast. Uh, again, we, we did. <laughs> That's our other this, show. This is, this, is a, this is a thing that I would uh, ordinarily never do, which is suggest that you go on YouTube or wherever and look up a scene from the movie without having seen the movie first. But I think it almost kind of added to the movie, having seen that subway scene first. Yes, cause it's, the, it's the anticipation of it. It's the anticipation. I went in, I'm thinking, okay, there's no way the rest of this movie could live right. up to what that was and i hate spoilers and it, i hate spoilers yeah same here and i uh, not only did it meet the, the 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 quality of that clip it wasn't that that clip wasn't even the best part of the movie um no so if you're looking for a horror movie that you're not really going to even though there are some horror horror parts and uh, horrific parts in this movie it isn't i wouldn't really call it a horror movie more like really? a more like a, I don't know, psychedelic, surreal drama. No, this is a hard movie through and through for me, man. Uh, so, uh, oh, and, no, no, I'm saying I highly recommend it. If you're looking for something different and you want some horrific imagery, if you, if you want bad vibes, <laughs> but a good-ass movie, right. go watch this. Dude, all the way. Two blood and mire soaked knee pads. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know, dude. Like, seriously, this movie, like, um, it takes a lot to be, you know, uh, moved. Not like to tears or nothing, or like in a positive way, but to be moved in a disturbing way. Uh, it takes a lot. Uh, it's not just shock value. Don't think this movie is like doing shit for the sake of shock value. It's actually masterfully, artistically done, and uh, I highly recommend it. Like if you if you have a strong constitution, you can deal with uh, sensitive subject material. You know, uh, dealing with uh, 
you know, hints of it's not even heavy-handed religion, honestly and truly. Um, it's more just the basis of what we're talking about as far as relationships and uh, and personal philosophy, also. Yeah. Like in terms of like relationships and how you see your significant other and yourself, your role in in a relationship. Yeah, like what you're willing to do for that person uh, and vice versa. And uh, what what can you tolerate and not tolerate? It's it's amazing um, the layers that you uh, see with this movie. It's, It's kind of staggering. Almost that is like you know because the subway scene is like a a sample size, but you totally think you're gonna watch a different movie. Like it's so misleading. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a like I said, it's a pleasant misdirection. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, two knee pads. Like like this is probably this is gonna get racked up in the Hall of Fame as far as like one of my favorite movies that we reviewed. Like I'm not gonna chop this episode down much because it's just there's so much to cover. Cause the movie itself is damn near two hours. Um, it is, yeah, I believe it is two hours. Yeah, so it's like uh, we we just I just wanted to do this movie justice. So you know, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little bit of trimming here and there, but you know, this is an extra long episode for this week. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just a good fucking movie. Yeah, um, if you've ever ever had like a rough relationship in the past or something, uh, this is um I don't know. It it really makes you dig deep in yourself when you watch this one. Looking right. back. It's definitely, you know how the word, uh, you know, the phrase thought-provoking is kind of a, kind of a cliche, but it's legit. It's legit in this yeah. sense. You know, like, I would totally give the uh, olive, uh, you know, the little um, Roman crowns with some words in it and shit, awards. I would, yeah. I would literate, literate with that. Um, I'm, I'm actually grateful um, that this movie was kind of held back to the point to where like we can actually get a get, get across of it now because it's kind of a new release for this full release in a sense but the but it falls under cult because it's an old ass fucking movie oh yeah definitely i honestly i have i had never heard of this it was only two before. years ago no, it's only been two years since they like released the real version of this movie like, yeah it's only been like the bullshit version for years for, like our entire lives damn near so uh, props, props to uh, Mondo Visions for getting this shit out, the actual real version out. Was and, it Mondo that did this? Yeah. yeah. Huh. And uh, yeah, so props to them, man. I would highly recommend this movie, dude. Seriously, if you, if, you, if you call yourself a cinephile or a movie buff on, on any level and haven't seen this movie, I highly recommend watching it. Hopefully you watched it before you uh, listen to this episode so you can kind of get in on this. We don't know what the pink socks means. We're sorry. Hopefully we can. Do <laughs> a, a, yeah. Don't fucking ask us. We don't know. <laughs> if you ask me, I'm going to tear through this place like a Bennigan's and I'm going to, I'm going to call, I'm going to call Stan. I'm going to call up Stanley Kubrick. See if he knows. <laughs> I'm going to need all the staff to like wrestle me to the ground from not beating your ass. If you ask me that shit. Uh, but yeah, man, Um, any, any parting, parting words for this episode? Parting words for this episode: Hug your loved ones. Yeah. <laughs> Hug your significant other. Mm-hmm. Take care of each other. Oh fuck! Because Valentine's Day is coming up. That's hilarious. Oh no! <laughs> what have we done? I didn't even think oh, of that. Oh my god! This is the this is the worst movie for wow. Valentine's, but the perfect movie for Valentine's. Oh what? fuck you, Valentine's Day in the mouth! I didn't even I realize swear, this I shit. Did not, I did not even consider that. Oh my! Perfect God. Valentine's Day edition <laughs> of. Oh, <fuck. laughs>
uh, a heartwarming love story. <laughs> a tale about marriage. It's given us good. What? That's some good ass timing, dude. God, fucking. Oh, well played, sir. Well played. Un- uh, unintentional. Fuck you. To the- <laughs> I think. I think I felt it like in the universe, you know, the stars align. I'm single. I'm, and then the, the stars align, and I, I just kind of get pissed off this time of year. This is your spirit bomb to uh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. I'm not. Look, just uh, fucking shit. shout out to uh, <laughs> Young Mustard, Boss Rhino, Mr. Being Black, Movie Pod Squad, uh, Nerdy Bitches, um, uh, Fucking Afro Queen cosplay, uh, Lunar Grace cosplay, and um, sorry, I sneezed. And Pixie does cosplay. Um, thank you, ladies, uh, for your contributions for this uh, upcoming event that we're gonna be doing. Um, yeah, pass, uh, but before you come in, the password is Fidelio. You will not be uh, admitted entrance Fidelio. without a mask and a cloak. Fidelio. Thank you. Is that is that Shut reference? No, that's the Colt 45 Power Rangers show. Oh, okay. But yes. Nice. All right. <laughs> well, everyone, y'all have a good night, man, and uh, take care. Bye.